Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Floyd. Welcome to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Uh, he, him, welcome to the party. <laughs> and Simon. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, what we do is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest in order, give the talking points, our opinions, uh, you know, shoot the shit. But first, Kamar, how was your week? This, that. Oh, yeah, this, that. Oh, do next. I have to say it the same every week? Always. Oh, it really? Okay. You've this never th- done it differently. Sorry. Well, I just, but I don't did know. Did you one time say this, that, and the third? Whatever, maybe. And the third? You've never said that before? No. I, I think, think you so. dreamed You it. think you've said the third. <laughs> this, that, and the third. No, he's never said that. I believe. Well, okay, well, whatever. Uh, I mean, I must have because he brought it up out of nowhere. My favorite is next, by the way. This, that. This, like, that, and the next. I like the next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any Patreons to read? Sorry. There yeah. are no Patreons to read, but I want to take this opportunity to wish a very Merry Christmas to all the Patreons and your family and I hope the best for you in the new year and to the non Patreons. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be worse than that. Yes, Patreon people, thank you so much. Uh, the only thing I did this week was make a nice stew, a nice hearty beef stew. No more popcorn ceiling. You don't have another third times a charm story. Oh, it's still going. It's still <laughs> how, going. How much stipple did they have? Well, no. It, the, the key is if you can remove it smooth, that's the best. Yeah, of course. But if it's been painted a couple of times, it's not coming off. Oh my god! So then you have to put mud over it. Till it cuts flat. People paint a stipple ceiling. Uh, either way, I didn't really want to talk about. <laughs> well, the you should have asked. Popcorn. It was but, but, but here's facetiously. The, here's the thing. Normally, you take mud and put it on like this, and it's laborious. But we figured out you can just roll it on with a, a roller. Here's and the then thing. Smooth it out. I don't give a fuck. Well, you might have a stipple ceiling. That's the Christmas. wrong attitude to <laughs> sorry, have, my friend, because you're about you to asked, drop some alien I, wolf knowledge asked, on us. Asked. I'm not going to. I did nothing this week. Man, I stew. Nothing of interest to you or you. Everything you do is interesting. No aliens. Everything is interesting. Oh, but I did read two interesting things this morning. Uh, One, I'm sure you guys saw this, the UK. Yeah, the special strain of coronavirus. strain of corona, 70% more uh, virulent. The one in Europe. And everyone is cutting them off. Nobody can fly I know, all of Europe has cut off the UK. So... Island nation, real island nation. Um, well, have you seen 28 Days Later? I have, yeah. This is. Um, the other thing was, did you see Sweden? What? It's just getting overrun by cases. So, so much for uh, herd immunity. I don't want to talk Come about on. it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Listen to a very interesting podcast this morning. Um, shit. What is it? It's um, Things They Don't Want You to Know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's called. And. Hmm. It was all about Ghislaine Maxwell because mm-hmm. she is now, her family is trying to put together this deal of 28.5 to $40 million bail package. And they were just giving her whole backstory and then her father's whole backstory. Dude, that is like a spy novel. Y- you know what I'm saying? Like some, um, 
crazy we know, we know movie it is, you would have watched. He is a spy now. And you know how he died, eh? So on his yacht, he had a yacht, and he was like a big fat guy, and he, um, he would always piss off the side of the yacht. Like that was his thing. And apparently he had a heart attack and fell into the ocean. As these people Matt, do. Matt, you missed my air quotes. No, I, I saw them out of the corner of my eye. Don't very worry. good, very good. I also forgot That's to say it. the the, uh, <laughs> the non-Patreons that uh, the final Patreon of 2020 is coming out this week with uh, Randall Carlson and uh, Graham Hancock. It was a doozy, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there were some arguments. Was, some arguments. There was some fire. Also, I had trouble taking notes because I took your advice and watched that uh, The Flight Attendant. Okay. Did you watch it all? Yes. So I just got sucked into it, you know what I mean? Did Does you that mean it? you were listening to the podcast while watching the flight attendant? I'm confused. You know that you have to take notes though, right? I do. Okay. <laughs> but I was just cramming because okay. gotcha. had I not watched Did the flight attendant. Did you love it? Did you love it? The, my only question is the, the Italian guy, that does he die? The Italian guy. Yeah. Uh, no, he lives. He does survive yeah, that. because you see him leaving and they wave right to each other. It doesn't matter. It's not an important part. No. It, it, She's it, so hot, though. Gailey Coco yeah. or whatever? I, I, yeah, I guess so. But I guess the character she played sort of got ugly. Because of the drinking? and I, Just everything, yeah. yeah. But it's that sort of thing when everyone thinks you're crazy, but you're not. It's when she's in the uh, convenience store. And she's trying to calm down and she cracks open a beer. And I'm thinking to myself, because I can't relate to that, right? Like, I can obviously relate to being stressed out and smoking a joint. But, like, a beer would never calm me down. Maybe a shot would or something. You know what I'm saying? But, like... But if you chugged that beer right away... But I don't think... Same it, as I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't think it's calming you down. I think the uh, shakes from not drinking. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, to settle those. It, it's an interesting way they... You should watch it. Just... If you have nothing better to do, it's interesting how they like weave the story with her past and the false and this and that. No, you know? no, it's well done. It's a little weird the dead guy talking, but um, I think there's some magic thing with a good show because this was way better than Raised Wolves. Yeah, I didn't even finish Raised by Wolves, so it could not have been good. Exactly, exactly. And I'm a science fiction fan, like, but uh, there's something on like the fourth episode where you just get hooked. Yes. And then they do it well every other episode that like, you're like, I have to see what happens. Yeah. No, no, it is. They they definitely have that HBO model. It's a bit of a formula, but this one works well. It's but, not HBO, though. I think it's Showtime. HBO. It's HBO, HBO Max. I watched, I watched the Chicago, the trial of the Chicago Six. And uh, what's what's the other one? The Judge. That's what I watched. Was the week. Judge good? There's only two episodes out. Did you like it, though? It's a frustrating watch. Because of the story? Yeah, because of the story. Good. Oh, and Shameless is out. Do you guys watch Shameless? Shameless is terrible. I did. So there's a new season of Shameless season, Oh, yeah. awesome. Dealing with COVID, too. No way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't wait. <clears throat> and a new season of Wentworth comes out. Did you ever watch that show? Never have. Wentworth was the... You'd love it, Kamar. It's a women's prison in Australia. Oh, maybe I saw one of those. I didn't and, know. And in Australia, Wentworth was an actual show, and it was a soap opera that took place in a woman's prison, and it spawn this uh you know more that's modern. way more up your alley but how weird is that eh like that's your soap opera as a women's prison it would be cool yeah how was your week man i still don't have a playstation 5 oh my god well you do but i have not received the one that i paid for right that is in debt to someone else yeah so let's just say this i don't want to i don't want to commit 
conspiracy to commit larceny. But if you're listening and you felt obliged to go into a Walmart in Canada and maybe leave with something you didn't pay for, I would give you a hard wink and a nudge. Or just join the Patreon. Whatever's easiest. Well, I, 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 you got like two days. I paid for this thing September 16th. That's all I, I'm going to say. I mean, you ideally want it by the 24th. It's too late now. I don't think I can advocate the theft, but I appreciate the sentiment. Steal this book. I appreciate the sentiment. Oh, and thank you for speaking the, of uh, steal this book. That's he's Christmas present. Speaking of steal this book, that guy's one of the main characters of uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. That's Ooh. the one with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. He's that's the guy yeah, who that's he plays. Movie. He wrote the book movie. Steal This Abby book. Abby Hoffman. Abby Hoffman. And yeah. he's in the movie. Okay. Great fuck. I mean, again, really frustrating watch just because of the injustice, but. Watch the movie. But entertaining. Fuck. It's definitely entertaining. And you know who I really like is Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt. Gordon Kamar, that is such a weird coincidence because we were watching uh, the night before. You know the one where they, they're the three friends, uh, Seth Rogen, Levitt, and, a, and the some night before Christmas black guy that I don't know. Yeah, it's called, I think it's called The Night Before. The Night Before, that's it. What yeah. do you want? Your lighter, please. Um, yeah, and I was saying, I really like Gordon Joseph Levitt or Since whatever. And my, rock from the sun. my daughter and my wife were like, really? And I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, they said, uh, that doesn't seem like the type of guy a guy would like. He's like a Pharrell who has, he hasn't aged a day since he became famous. I also, you know who I really like? Who's in that movie? The, he was in uh, The Gentleman. He plays the brother in Billions. And he was in the big short. The brother? He's like, he's billions. either Italian or Jewy. Whose brother in billions? Like the main character. Uh, the guy from. Again, he was in the big short. He's in this, the trial of the Chicago Six. He plays the other hippie. Oh, yeah. Name? Oh, no, no, it is. I it love is. him. He's well, fucking great. You can't even great, tell. No, dude. it's. He um, really, it's uh, he's really good. Kip or whatever. Like the, 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 the prodigal son who's like. Yeah, in billions. Trying to take over. Um, the main the character in billions. Billions is the one with the guy. The family. Sorry, not billions. Uh, succession. Oh, no. succession. 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 And which guy? Oh, it's the, the main, Macaulay Culkin? No, no the no, main no. son. Kip or whatever. Guess, the I've drug addict. I've never seen him in anything else, though. He's we, been in a oh, ton really? of stuff. You can barely he's, he's recognize really good. He's I do really like, good. I like him. That's an amazing show. Oh, I called succession. that. I yeah. called that. It It is so like, it shouldn't be good. It's It should be boring. And it's nothing but exciting. Well, because the characters <laughs> are so horrible. I know. It's amazing. Okay, let's... The sister and her husband. Oh, he is amazing. But he's the worst. For you want to like kill him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to Joe. Yeah. Oh, is that what we <laughs> That's do? That's we're here. First of all, let me express my dismay that I did receive an ad this week. One week to the next. Well. Well, I watch it on YouTube. I'm going to say this, though. You watched all They're of all these? on YouTube. Jerry, Powerful 12. I hope I get shut down. Oh, the guy. I, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Every yeah. time it comes down, someone else puts it up. And sometimes it's static, and sometimes it's full video. Well, the funniest is that Spotify didn't even do this right. Joe had to issue a fucking thing on his Instagram being like, we're well aware that you can't watch my show on pretty much anything other than your phone and a tablet. Because you can't cast Spotify it. is working on it. Well, no, like, I have Spotify on my PlayStation 5, for example. Oh. You would think that it would have the capability of video, given that it's on a screen. It's But no. So when I'm watching, yeah, um, what do you watch on exactly? My phone. phone. Okay. It Joe Rogan starts. Mm -hmm. The uh, his face comes on. You know that 
then there's a glitch there's always every a, time yeah, i have that too. and then it, okay i just are you on two times three times or something yeah that's what it is uh, i 1.8 times but it doesn't whatever. matter if you're on anything but one time it does that i thought maybe that was something to do with me not getting ads because i'm still not getting ads no the ads no simon the ads don't come like that the ads the ads come like Blech. like they would in any other shit podcast where like just in the Kamar middle and i are in the middle of talking he's about to make a big point and boom Subway have you tried, have you tried Hello Fresh? So why don't I get ads? <laughs> this is the thing. Hear me. We've said you probably miss it. And you will. This is the other thing too, Simon. I, th I believe you've missed one. It's Here's so the thing. It's so seamless. I've only received one single ad in the last seven episodes I've listened to. And it was in the middle of the Terry Vert. So my thing is I think they just... I was pissed at first, but I'm like, whatever. If they throw one ad in every 10 episodes... What do I really care? Except for the fact that I'm paying for premium. So I, I saw you write that you were done. You, I was pissed at the you time. You were wrestling yeah. with being Well, no, because I just thought about it. And I was like, because again, I actually took the time to hit Spotify up. And I said, what the fuck is going on here? Because I, I pay for premium. And the person on the chat was like, you do pay for premium. Your premium is, is activated. Everything's good. Third party, yada, yada. Well, and they said, listen, uh, the podcaster has control over this. I can't turn it off. And they've chosen to have ads. And then I was like, well, what what about this ad-free premium? And they were like, yeah, you get ad-free music. Mm. It says it in it says it in the They didn't come around to podcast. That's the thing. And that's their little fucking sweet little loophole, fucking right? Fucking Swedes, eh? <laughs> Although I listen to the majority audio, I really miss the YouTube. That's what IKEA does too, eh, Maddie? They send you a a gaflute to put together and then no island key. Yeah, of course. What's a gaflute? Exactly. Uh, and it's an, probably a land. An odd vok, you know, with three A's and two of them have dots on top. But you can't fuck with their hot dogs. Okay, we're 15 minutes in. We should oh, probably no. uh, I can fuck with their hot dogs. They're terrible. They are. For the price. Can you run down the guest I list? I mean, Costco's way better. 50 cents. Like, exactly. Do you really want to put anything into your body that costs 50 cents? From one week to the next, everything changes. We start off this week with 1578, the original gas monkey, Richard Rawlings. Then we had 1579, Gary Clark Jr., and a little bit of Suzanne Santos. You mean a little no. bit of Gary Clark Jr.? Other way around. Oh, I know what okay. I mean. And uh, then we had 1580, the prodigal son has returned, Andrew Schultz, who I think is he's been the biggest blow up of someone who went on Rogan. The biggest bump. Just in general, just overall <laughs> well, success. I think Jordan Peterson was the biggest bump. Sorry, I don't want to slow you down. But he was already rolling. And then we finish off with great surprise, didn't see it coming. The o it, as OG as it gets, I got to say, uh, 1580, one J Prince. Did not see this coming and, and did not know. But I, I obviously came through Willie D. It'd be nice if he had more rappers on. Well, he wants Drake on. He said it. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Hold that, on. Yeah. But let's start by just rating the week. Then we ran down that. Let's, uh, we'll start with Simon. What do you rate the week? We'll start with Kamar. We'll start with Kamar. What do you rate the week? <laughs> we'll start with me. What do I rate the week? Um, I give it a two and a half. Three episodes this week? Four. Four. Car guy, honey, honey, oh, shawls, honey, honey. Yeah, I know. Shawls and then <clears throat> and Jay Prince. Jay Prince. I yeah, I think a two and a half is. And it's that weird thing from one week to the next. You know what I mean? What do you mean? 
well, last week was a good week, so this week feels maybe if you have the same guests or people that you aren't interested in what they're saying, it feels different. I'm going to give it a two and a half, yeah. Just like I felt the last guest this week made every other podcast seem oh, yeah. lame. So it was, a, it was a weird like comparison deal. What's my average? Um, Why is it so important to get it right? Nine divided by four. Two and a half. You heard him. <laughs> That's two and a half because four, four times two is eight. That's how we're doing this from now on. Actual math? That helps for sure. I don't think it's 2.5. You're going to do my math, done, but I'm going to show you just you. like that. You need to have your is that what proof. Is that what you agree to? It's a two and a half? I said two and a half. Yeah. All right. It's a math no, no. agreement. On, on my sheet. No, I can do them. Uh, no. Uh, whatever. Sure. Is two it close enough? Yeah, sure. Well, next not? week we'll get it right. There you go. <laughs> it's a math <laughs> the, agreement. The sentiments there, Matty. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start it off. Give your phone upside down. Come on. Super weird. Well, you have it sideways. Yeah, yeah. 15. 78. Who was first? Richard Rawlings. Richard Rawlings. Gas monkey, grease monkey. Free agent. Which, surprisingly enough, I enjoyed. I hate, I don't like talking about cars. I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic or not. No, I, here's what I liked about this podcast. I mean, they talked about a couple of things that interested me, first of all. But I liked that he was obviously, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck about anything. And Joe couldn't agree with him. But he didn't disagree with it. Do you, you see Let's what just, I'm getting at? Let me, let me clarify for the listeners who are, might be new. What Simon's saying is that he listened to a three-hour and 30-minute podcast that he didn't really enjoy. However, towards the end of the podcast, <laughs> and this is where the bias comes in, this guy mentioned that he does not believe we meant, went to the moon, which strengthens Simon's resolve. So let's be clear here. Simon didn't love this episode. It ended so strong for Simon that he convinced himself that the three hours before that was really good. But he doesn't care about aliens. No, I appreciated exactly like that, where he says something like that, and Joe has to dance. You know what I mean? I like when Joe has to dance. But do you like car talk? No, I hate it. I hate it. I, I don't just, like car talk. I didn't like his like okay, but yeah, car talk I can't I can't do. And if we were rich, would we like car talk? I'm just I'm I'm I feel like emasculated that I'm not a car guy. Like I don't like he's a right wing nut, I think. Oh I and think he was just he was just waiting to like let it all out and Joe wouldn't <laughs> allow the dam to open. Yeah, wave that thing around. He was and uh, that's teetering. what I found funny, Matt, like this that Joe had to dance because he couldn't let this guy, it was kind of like, um, Adam, uh, Adam ruins everything. No, 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 no. Oh. Um, Adam 22. No, no. The, I'm just guessing. I'm, Adam's done, now. I'm done with him now. <laughs> yeah. His name's probably not even Adam. The first podcaster ever. Adam Curry. Adam yeah. Curry. Hey, it wasn't Adam. Right. Like, you know how he came on and he wanted to like, he wanted to go rail against the machine yeah, and yeah. Joe had to, <gasps> no. oh, he, but I, I felt it was more him. Doing the like avoiding getting into trouble with Joe Who, or whatever. This guy? Adam Curry just oh, to, to put a pin in that. Um, but the one thing is, is this old thinking mentality came on. Like, if there's anyone out there producing shows, like, dude, you're rich. How much do you think he's worth? Hmm. I think he's worth 15 million. Oh, no, no, no. I think he's worth like uh, five and a half million. Richard Rollins worth 20 million. Wow. There we go. And he married a billionaire's ex-wife. So she's all right for money. 
The point. Why the, did he marry uh, <clears throat> Amazon's ex-wife? No, no, no. no. There's a lot there's, of billionaires there's, there's out there. Other there's billionaires more, out there. It's, it's just Jeff Bezos. But it was a. It was she a just gave tech away five bill, eh, or something? Six billion. Four yeah. bill. We'll get to that. Well, the point is this, though, is like I agree with you. You have twenty million dollars. Like we started this, we're broke. Not to say this is like a high quality uh, thing we got no, no, going no. here, but my my point is, is like with with the money this guy has, he could easily do his own thing. Podcast no problem. Studio, start a show, start fire up the YouTube channel because he he kept like, I mean, I've got a lot of followers. Sort of that. I I couldn't decide if I like this guy or I think he's a total douchebag. Yeah, I was in the same boat as I. I really couldn't tell. I mean, and the car talk, he he's not guilty of anything else because Joe's just as bad. Yeah, with their obsession with with muscle cars. But what I think helped with his attitude or opinions he wanted to air is they started getting drunk. Yeah. yeah. Over the course of podcasts and they well, smoked Joe a joint. broke a glass. I mean, I think it was the first but Joe joint stopped, on air. Joe no, no, stopped no. drinking. Chief In Chappelle. Texas? Chappelle. When they, uh, that was and after Chappelle, all cigar. the joints started getting lit. No, remember we said uh, Chappelle kind of opened the floodgates. My bad. And, and Joe stopped I'm drinking. I'm not afraid to be wrong. Like in the middle of the podcast, and that guy just kept going hard. So Joe was sober to control, and he was, you know. One of the craziest things is that he was a cop, paramedic, and a firefighter. And I don't remember if they talked about that part of his life. Um, well, I feel like to be... Uh, in the last one? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. You heard that? I nervous. feel like to be um, a firefighter, you have to be trained as a paramedic anyway, right? Actually, yeah. the, the, the paramedic and the firefighter... Those kind of that go hand sense. in hand, yeah. But a police officer yeah. as well. I well mean, especially because cops and firefighters usually bump heads from I what think I've... Par paramedics have to know a lot more than fire. Like, it, they probably have to take, like, the basic, and then paramedics take, like, the advanced. But maybe whatever. not in Texas. They just have the but base. even then, Simon, I don't think so, because a lot of the times, fire are the first responders. And I think they do have... Yeah, you're yeah, you're no, probably no, right. I doubt they sense. have as much training, because they have, they have to train for all the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think they have a, a, a wide range. Oh, no, you, of, you would have, you're, you're absolutely right, because they get there, if they're there before the ambulance, what, the person just dies? That's crazy. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I yeah, think yeah. they have a great deal of training, but what I, I, I don't know. What I find odd, besides the fact that Americans say online, which well, I hear standing all online. online, you're in line, not online. Anyways, um, but there are so many volunteer firefighters in the States. Like, it's crazy. It, and I'm not, I'm not, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's admirable. I'm saying like a lot of these like smaller towns things are made up of just guys yeah. who. I mean, that's how firefighting started. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of along the same lines. Well, I mean, you would assume that your government just takes care of that shit, you know? Yeah. Kind of like assume. healthcare. Yeah, well, yeah. That's why. There you go. There's you guys don't remember him mentioning he was a cop? No, not at all. You talked about getting shot. Oh yeah, no, I no, no, no. I remember him talking about getting carjacked. Shooting. Car, he yeah, carjacked and got shot. He said, "I was a cop at the time. I wasn't. Oh, I don't on remember. Duty. No. Was it right at the beginning? Like, did I fast forward through this or something? I don't know where it was. Anyways, it, they, he just touched on it. I just want to say real quick though. I'm thinking about this inline online thing. Okay, if you're on the phone, you're online. Grammatically speaking, online is probably correct because if you think about it, the way it works is like there would be a line on the ground. That would be where you would stand. So you're on that line. You're not, you can't be in to, a line. I have to disagree. I okay. think a line exists. And because you the are people part are the line. So you're line, in that so line. So you are in that line. Well, then I guess you I could think argue this for both. imaginary line you have drawn on the ground is something non existent. 
it's imaginary. But again, there's a lot of things that we say that have to do with things in the past where like they may here's have the, had a line the on the deal. ground. This is where I'll come to terms with you on this, okay, Matt? If there is a line drawn on the ground, yeah. then you say online. No line, in line. But, it, but just hear me out. There's a lot of things we do that with with older things where they don't mean what they Give mean. Give me an example. Oh, here we go. Well, no. I'm, well, no, but I'm trying to think of one quickly, uh, which is going to take okay, me a well, while, we'll obviously. Okay, we'll come back to it. Jumping we'll, the shark? We'll, we'll circle around. Jumping the shark. Well, that's just an expression, right? But it's kind of the that same. That comes from a Happy Days episode. Online. So that doesn't come from a Happy Days episode. So everything has to come from the Happy Days. No, or right? it's that's just it. such a weird uh, example to get. Finna? That's like a dialect thing. I don't think. But it's I'm just a, saying, Simon, there's a lot of things. I'm try- like. Uh, I bet it's uh, geographical. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I'd like to know where that one comes from. New Yorkers say in line. Southerners say online. Well, the British do it I'm the best. Dreaded, I do not I've know this. Only, you're in queue. In queue. Not, the most redu- not on queue. The word with the most redundant letters in the world. Not on queue. Uh, you're in queue. Yeah, you're yeah. in queue. You're yeah. in a line. You're in the queue. You're not on yeah. a line. Anyways, let's move on. Well, then I guess if we're going with the Brits because they invented the language, so. I think the line uh, that I just couldn't get around was they were talking about how the uh, Cleveland Indians mm-hmm. were going to change the name. Yeah. And he compared uh, culturally appropriating a culture for a mascot to people not liking grape soda or grape slushies. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I'd be the first to say, well, are you really offended? But I see why it's not the best, you know what I mean? It'd be like the uh, Chicago slant eyes or, or, or whatever you want to do. That's a friend's joke that just I stole there. dying but. to get that out, eh? But um, it, it's just not a fair comparison, and it'll be interesting. What was the grape sodas? What, sorry, I, I missed all of that. They were just talking about political correctness. And he, I mean, he wasn't saying they should not change the name, but it was like, if it's not that, it's grape slushies, and then 10 people are coming up to your convenience store. I was like, well, it's not quite the same thing, but. If that's the analogy you want to draw. But is grape slushies because like black people drink grape slushies? I don't know. No, I don't even think he was going that. He just threw, he could have oh, said just, anything. Gotcha. Could have been anything. Mattresses with the. Cappuccinos. Cappuccinos. Whatever. Gotcha. With too much froth. Whatever. I may have told the story before, but speaking, <laughs> speaking of grape slushies, my dad and I, because my dad was a cop and then he had his own like general contracting company. So this cop that lived down the street from us got my dad to finish his basement. So we worked on his basement for like two weeks, finishing his basement. And one day my dad was like, can you go upstairs? I put two bottles of Coke in the freezer for us. Cause it's like the middle of the summer. So you obviously went to get them colder, you throw them in the freezer. I go up, I get the Cokes out of the freezer and no word of a lie. I open up their like fridge top freezer and there's two bottles of Coke that my dad has purchased and nothing other than frozen Kool-Aid. Like, it's literally just all frozen Kool-Aid. And this cop was black. I don't know if I mentioned well, that. I thought that's so, what you are yeah. saying. The so same hold on. Grapes no, no. So hold on. So I go downstairs and I'm, I, I mean, I'm young. I'm still a teenager this time. I'm working with my dad. I'm kind of snickering to myself. My dad's like, what's fucking funny? Why are you laughing? Like, he's always grumpy. Um, And I go, well, you know, it's pretty funny. But like, I, you know, I don't know if you noticed what's in the freezer. And he goes, what? Just say it. And I was like, it's all Kool-Aid. And he's like, what's funny about that? And I was like, wait, you, you know, there's the stereotype that black people have Kool-Aid. He's like, I've never heard that stereotype ever. <laughs> and I go, you must have been the worst cop ever. Like, you know, <laughs> you knew nothing about nothing. Like, I don't understand how you could serve the community. Anyway, anyway, so he he then is looking at me all pissed. He's like, this is bullshit. I think you're making this up. So I, I did it. I think nothing of it. Like, this is a moot point now. I'm just done with it. 
Winston, the cop, comes back for lunch, comes downstairs to see our progress, and my dad goes, Winston, my son over here says that black people love Kool-Aid. Where's the bus? I'm like, what the fuck, dad? Under the bus. And the best is Winston's response. He looks at me and then he looks at my dad and he goes, well, I mean, who doesn't like Kool-Aid? Okay, and you tell me another white person named Winston. (laughs) No, seriously. No, you're right. That's neither here nor there. But here's another good point. My dad, my half-sister, youngest sister on my dad's side. Okay. Her name, she's white, by the way. Don't say her name. Well, they named her Keisha. Okay. And again... I, I only got to see my dad every second weekend. So they have the kid. I, I was like, congrats. It's incredible, whatever. I can't wait to see her. Get over there two weeks later. What'd you guys name her? Keisha. And I went, again, I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm he like, says, what's funny? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, listen, your sense of humor is fucking through the roof. I love this shit. I was like, this is fucking great what we're doing here. Like, I'm, I'm so on board. Oh and he, God. just like you said, is like, what is so fucking funny? Oh and I was like, God. listen, Keisha is a black name. Like, there's no two ways about this. We and can't. what did he say? You're lying. And I said, I said, listen, I don't know what fucking. He sees no color. But wait a second. Wife, not black. Wife, very white. Debbie. Debbie. Debbie, Mike, Keisha, Keisha, Floyd, <laughs> and dude, if you see Keisha Floyd written down, that you're you're expecting a black person to show how she's ever gotten a job. No I'm kidding. You wow. would. <laughs> you would. <laughs> That's not nice. But a hundred percent, you are expecting a black person. Yeah. Other than Draymond Green, it's the blackest name on earth. Debrickashaw. Debrickashaw. <laughs> There's a new names every day in uh, Kyler in football. It is. I'm sorry. That is the okay. This because of George Floyd. That shit looks black. Because of George Floyd. That is the blackest name ever. Keisha Floyd. Keisha Floyd. Dude, it's nuts. Your dad is so white. So white. He couldn't be whiter. Yeah, if he tried. Washington's pretty black too. I find. Yeah. As a name? Well, like I told, a first name or last? No, last name. My friend at Nature Camp, remember I told you? Um, Wendell? Yeah. Lots of, yeah, yeah, Wendell's Mr. a very Mr. Wendell. You don't meet I a can't wait till someone Wendell. writes. <laughs> like, you guys are racist as fuck. They've already done that. Yeah, it's true. Um, Back ta- to him, though. They talk sorry. about souping up cars and stuff. What happened to pimped out vans? They just went away, you know what I mean? Like the shaggy wagon fuck trucks. Do you oh, guys remember? I'm when, getting one of those. I think it's that they're, wagon, they're, they're too rapey now. No, they're, <laughs> it was before the Me Too. It, you, have to, you have to have it like hipstered out. That's how it's not rapey. You know what I'm saying? If you just have an old van, an old white you're, van, a, yeah, you're yeah. a pedo. Or but worse. if you have like an old van that you've tricked out with like the circle back window, the window yeah. and like maybe it's a little higher in the back. You spray painted no free candy on the sides. I was thinking more like you have a like unicorn. a heavy metal album or cover a fucking on dragon. the side or a dragon. Or exactly, like a, a heavy metal album Like a cover. fucking Neanderthal woman holding two t- saber toothed tigers on a fucking leash. You've seen my sketches. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's exactly what You know what it is, Kamar? It's that Simon kind of hit the nail on the head. It's that, like, vans changed. Like, you couldn't do that to a Dodge Caravan. A minivan came along. That's it. No, no, you have to find yourself. It's got to be that 70s square van with the two, like... Anything you try and do to a modern van just makes you look like you've spent a lot of money on your pedomobile. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you're the coolest soccer dad on the fucking block. And and if you're... um, If you're like a modern pedophile who's putting all that money into it, like 
we should all be worried, you know? Dude, I just pictured like a black and white 1940s, like, pictured here, the modern pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's got a fresh white van. Yeah, totally. Eh? Bags I of just, candy. I, I, just, I really wonder, because there used to be vans when I was a kid. Like, They're smart shoppers. They only go out after Halloween I to think pick the up SUV. all the discounted bags, because they know. <laughs> the modern pedophile shops at Bulk Bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're too rapey, and they got screwed by the SUV. Dude, that is not... That is not the clientele Bulk Barn is looking for. Imagine. The, the modern pedophile The modern pedophile has an accountant to make sure that everything's in place. Best selection of candy in town. Oh, man. Did Johnny write that candy off? He better. That's terrible. There was Sorry, actually. I keep cutting just, you off from good points with no, this no, guy. No, no, they no, just no. announced a, a pedophile who lived like four blocks from me. Well, he had to announce. No, they busted him for something. So I guess he was already oh, wow, there. Wow. I had never noticed, and they just busted him for something. Shep's like, oh, Mr. Anderson <laughs> with the candy. <laughs> My gymnastics teacher. <laughs> That'd be too much. That. That'd be too much. Sorry, keep going. Richard Rawlings. Yeah, well, this has was, been a very insensitive episode for Christmas. I don't care. <laughs> there was a weird interlude where he was trying to shit on management, and Joe was trying to say how good management is, because I guess Richard hasn't had the best... Um, Oh, like a manager. Like they're talking about, yeah, Yeah. like their management, yeah. Just the ride and agents and and the difference. And I thought it was really admirable that Joe's had his same agent, no, manager for 30 years. I wonder, though, if it's like, I wonder if if it's one of those relationships, like the things that, that live on a whale's back and just suck the barnacles off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not saying they're scum. I'm just saying like, Joe sits there and is like, this guy's been great to me. I wonder if that guy simultaneously is like, man, if it weren't for Joe, I'd be fucking nowhere in this game. You know what I mean? Like they kind of, oh, no, like maybe is. he rode I'd like Joe. To, I'd like to know who his other clients are. Well, that's, but also did he get those clients post Joe? Like, was it? Well, he's been with Joe forever. So that's I what I'm imagine. saying. So, so, you know, I think it might be a woman, Joe's manager. Maybe. But, um, do you ever see the show, uh, huge in France? Nope. No. Anyways, it's about this, uh, Moroccan French comedian who's huge in Paris. And they call him the Seinfeld of France. But he wants to reconnect with a, his kid who lives in America. And he comes over here and no one knows who he is at all. Yeah, zero like, fame. And yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying to show people YouTube clips. Like, I'm somebody, I'm somebody. But uh, in some part, his agent is like, this has got to stop. Cause, or manager, I guess his manager, this has got to stop. You got to get back to work because I'm not eating anymore. So, I mean, you have to have other clients, but it's like <coughs> we would love a business manager or, or anyone doing anything where they have to think about a million things, you know, someone working for the best interests of you. Yeah, but what I want to know is like, and again, this is why I'm not successful. Like, at, at what point do you decide to make that leap? Like, because you have to be bringing in enough to justify giving away a percentage. Well, no, sometimes someone's talented enough that someone sees that I can get you to the next level and benefit from your success. Like people get managers before they're really successful. Like we give away 30% of our ad money, but it it's worth it because none of us have to do any fucking work for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I almost look at it like, well, that's the same thing as a manager. That's the exact same thing. But you just, but I, I, I just start to thinking like, how many thirty yeah, percent are I, there? I know, but maybe you make a deal with like maybe Joe started with his guy at a certain thing, and then as he got more successful, it, you know, that would make sense, right? Well, listen, if we got to Joe's level, we would just hire a single person on salary 
to buy the ads and then that would probably yeah. equal less than 30%. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's That would be the hope that you would just hire someone for 80 well, grand a it's, year. It's like in business meeting, you have an accountant. They save you what you pay them. That's how it's supposed to work. That's your right? hope. Yeah, that they save you more than you more, pay them. Yeah. That's the idea. Well, if you, if you, at least you break even. Yeah, as long okay. as you don't pay everything by yourself. That's the idea of going to an accountant. Anyways, yeah, I just thought it was interesting how Joe's like, no, no, like the best. Is, and he's just shitting on like CAA and... Oh, he was very angry. He had gotten a bunch of shafts through his restaurant and... Uh... I mean, it sounded though, if he was like... I, I'll say this. I think a lot of the times you don't know what people do behind the scenes. Like when he was saying, I got 30 deals and I made 29 of them. I wonder if it's like, well, did you really? Like, did they lay the groundwork for you to then make that deal? You know what I mean? It's yeah, always... I can't tell if I like the guy or was a douchebag. I, I couldn't either, honestly. <laughs> I mean, his facial hair was like... His look is... And that... Wonder Woman bracelet. Thank God Joe made fun of him for it. Did you guys have paper routes? We talked about this, didn't we? I did not have a paper route, but my best friend had a paper route and I would always help him. So but we I kind of had a paper you route. You had to put inserts in the paper and walk them up. There only, was no throwing. Only on the weekends did you have to put inserts in the papers. But there was no throwing newspapers. There's a lot of, so I used to get- mm, We my, threw a couple. My parents used to have the Citizen delivered and those got thrown. It depends if they was, came elastic it was wrapped, or not. It was wrapped in the plastic. This is after my time. Mm. Why did you have a paper route? Come I on. had a paper route. Glebe. Just Mars. that was your only street? Glebe, Glebe Street was my paper so route. So me and Al, I would help Al all the time. And his paper route was Renfrew, um, Powell, Clemo. Like you, you only had one street? Just the highest we tax. It. The highest tax bracket fucking paper route well, he, on he earth. You lived on Renfrew. You don't get yeah, a paper route in a, like you're not driving out to it. Vanier to deliver paper. I mean, now you are because that's how they do it. They drive them and they throw them. Well, no, that's Al was it. making $5 a week, but at Christmas was getting tipped $50,000. <laughs> they phased, they phased. Just fucking cleaning up. They totally phased out the paper route. They're so cheap with their tips, Matt. Oh, yeah, that's the opposite. I know. Kids don't have paper outs anymore. It's all it's all a guy at two in the morning. This is what I'm saying. In a yeah, car, always, now. Yeah. throwing them. Doesn't even get out of his car. But when I was doing it, it was after school. It was just I hated it. Yeah, I did not love it like Joe did. I would help him because we'd want to get it done faster so we could go chill. But Joe know? doesn't love it. Joe talks about it now lovingly, like you talk about any struggle you went through that you fucking despised at the time. I, well, I, he also said it was a good job for him at the time because he could get it done early and then he just had all his nights to do his sure. uh, comedy. And he liked not talking to people. Right, because he wasn't good at talking to people back then. Remember with his whole bank teller story? Mm -hmm. Except for the whole collection process, which was horrible. I, I was never good at handling money and like you collect all this money, but it's I not Remember yours. you had to like give this little... Paper, then you've lost little paper. receipt thing. It purchase. was like perforated. It was tiny. It was weird. It was a different time. Yeah. And then he started getting slurry, and uh, <laughs> we found out he's a moon denier. Yeah, we did find out he was a moon but denier. But not even the the weirdest kind of moon denier. Like, yeah, what a stupid. Uh, like, not even that. I like, thought he echoed my well, what, moon denier. Okay, give it to points. me again. Well, his was just that, like, this isn't how man does. We if don't we just go, go there and right. be there a million times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look, I can appreciate that argument only because we've watched man work. You know what I mean? And the way man, historically, historically, the way it works is that we are never um, satisfied. Yeah. And we, we do, we, we 
do things to the nth degree all the time to the detriment of our own planet and shit. I can agree with you, but there's no, there's no tennis courts. There's no tropical anything. Like there's no reason for us to go build stuff on the moon. It costs so much money. There's no tennis courts. What What I mean mean? is like, there's like vacationing up there right now. Oh, doesn't offer. Right. You're assuming what it's like up there. It could be fucking club med for all. Well, the weirdest part is that's where all the rich people go and spend their winters. Whoever went there first, there'd be no like, economy you know what i mean you can leave that down trust me like fine <laughs> we're not advertising well, no, that's so for funny. I, said, I said economy and yeah, the head falls over yeah <laughs> but um if it just spontaneously combusted we know we know the first people are up there uh trying to build something right yeah so are there bars of people who work there that serve like it's Listen, it's very it's simple. Like a, no, you got to build the bar. Brand new society without, there's no money or anything up there. Simon, I like your idea. I like that. I like the thought that, you know how the military, when they have like a, like a ballistics thing in the desert, they'll just put up those like desert tarps so that anything flying over, it just looks like the desert. Yeah. I like the idea that rich people just have moon tarps up there. Yep. It's actually plush. They've it's, been, they've been terraforming it for way years. way nicer than earth. He also said there's no way that the telescopes can see the flag on the moon. Yeah, this guy, okay, again, Mocha, I'm willing to accept just about anything, but come with something, you know? Well, no, he's, this is a backcountry fucking yeah. is what I think. Yeah. I'm a gas yeah, yeah. monkey. What do you want from me? I have a telescope at home. I looked up yeah. there with my telescope, and I didn't see anything yeah. going on up there. No American flags. Couldn't find one. <laughs> when he asked him, do you think about aliens? Like, when I jerk off. I mean, that was just his, his, his position. But would it be cool? Which is also very odd. I know. I th- Why do you think about aliens when you jerk off? I think he's just trying to be funny. I know. Come on. Um, would it be cool to have a satellite that does circle the moon that could see these things? Well, who's putting it up there? We are. You, me, and Matt? The world. The planet. Like you're going to count on Elon to do that? Anyone? I mean, again, Kamar, this is NASA. my thing. Is like, yeah, right. NASA has to have a reason to do that. Well, there's planning on sending someone around the moon in like three years, uh, Canadian, I believe, and that one day is one thing. Might as well get it started. He comes back. He's like, yeah, it's there, eh? I seen's it. Before three years from now, Kamar, mm-hmm. we're gonna have gotten like some sort of. Proof of aliens. Yeah, disclosure where your your view on the moon is going to be altered because we're going to know that they've already been up there, you know? I'm telling you, every week. Three years, three years. Every. Uh, That's all right. I can wait. Every week they come out with something new. It's, it's, dude, trust me. They're just preparing you. This is how they roll. The point being, though, is we know there's so many satellites around the planet. We think, yep. That uh, astronaut claimed there's a massive amount of space junk up there. There's so many satellites. I just think there's nothing wrong with the satellite around the moon. The satellites that we just launch into who knows where. Don't you think that's reasonable? Again, reasonable is not the question. Is It's like if it costs you, like let's say you have a business. You're a businessman. And it, we you decide I want to send a satellite to the moon. It's going to cost $250 million. What's your return on investment there? The YouTube channel, the live feed. The YouTube channel. China, well, China just came back with moon rocks, like the biggest haul of moon rocks ever, allegedly. It just, it makes sense. It's a bunch of petrified I was boys. just going to say, it's wood the Americans left up there. There would be Fucking show uh, them. a reason to have a satellite that's Left up that's there, left the in the desert at Cape Canaveral. Whatever. 
If you had fuck off money, well, I know your answer, would you uh, take a uh, vacation flight in space? Never. You don't mind flying, though? No, I don't like flying at all. You do not like flying. I don't like but flying not to at Simon's all. degree. But like you like enclosed spaces. You like the idea of being in a thing where there's like no real air. The like- thrill of flying has decreased every flight I do. But the first time I ever went on a plane, I thought it was super exciting. But it's just when you go on a plane for 12 hours. I used like, to like flying. Okay. When I was like a kid and we went to Florida, I didn't care at all. It was fun. You got to eat a meal. You got to watch a movie. There was no waiting in the airport. There was no threats of people taking your plane and flying them into buildings that, you, you know? Yeah, they just crashed. Yeah, they just crashed. Man. <coughs> oh, I'm just-, just by their own fucking incompetence. <laughs> no, but I, I hate flying. Money's not an option. Object. Yeah. That, that is private, matter. private $500,000 to see the curve of the earth. Allegedly. Yeah, no, I, I'd much like, I'd be much more interested in going to Egypt or, or uh, Machu Picchu or something on earth. Well, you're, you have so much money. It's not in lieu of, you can do that. As yeah. Well. Yeah. No, my favorite I'm, thing though, is that I could see Simon mustering up the courage being on Ambien or whatever the fuck it is getting up there, seeing the curve and still going and going, Eh, mocha. Exactly. I can't see the other side. Well, no, I mean, that would help. The that thing, would help the cement is, a point of view, no pun intended. Kamar, apparently you don't even have to do that. You can go to Dubai and you can go to the top of the Burj Al Khalif or whatever the fuck it's called. Burj Khalifa. Yeah. And if you are there, uh, you can see the curve of the earth slightly. Burj Khalifa? I don't believe it. Sounds Burj. a lot like Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, well, Khalifa's a, uh, an Arabic. Anyways, is it? Inevitably, this one of those things is gonna like a bunch of people are gonna die in space. Also, fun little fun little flatter thing. If Simon were to stand at the bottom of the burge and I were to stand at the top, and we both had walkie talkies, the sun, he will say the sun has set for me, and fifteen minutes later, I will say the sun has set for me. Well, I mean that would make sense. Can you see it yeah, from the Earth is curved? Yeah, yeah. Everest. Can I don't height isn't the issue. Heights the issue, but Everest is a, a mountain range, so you wouldn't you need you need like a plane, right? You need that's the, the beauty uh, of Dubai horizon. is yeah, Dubai is a flat, uh, well, it's desert. It's an illusion. <laughs> it's a mirage. That's what you were looking for. Thank you. It is the desert. Uh, and then there was a rich point where the Jamie looked something, and Joe's like these damn pop up ads, and I was like, really, Joe? <laughs> really? Who your pop up? A little too ads, close right? to home for yeah. you, Kamar. And I, Joe, I can relate. And then he started joking, he, or he tried to do a joke about uh, legalized drugs. He said, uh, Oregon, uh, you can have cocaine in your pocket, but straws are illegal. Implying that he had needs, had his day with... Needs a straw to use cocaine. Cocaine, whenever it was. And I, then I started doing the, well, you're a cop to 27, did you? Listen, every cop... I know so many cops that have done coke, that do coke. That have drinking problems. I was just wondering about the overlap there. I saw the best meme the other day ever. It was like, um, I never would have thought I'd be smoking pot at a family gathering and the family gathering would be the illegal part. Yeah, that was awesome. I yes, saw that that's too. a good meme. Fucking incredible. And then the, the internet uh, wins again. Yeah. They finish off with a real great story close to home. Which was? The guy smuggling $190,000 worth of gold out of his ass. Oh, yeah, from the that, mint. That happened on Sussex. Yeah. yeah. Well, the funniest was Joe couldn't, Joe was like, Joe couldn't get over it. And I was like, Joe, he didn't do it all in one. 22 times. He did yeah. It. 
And then I, th- I started thinking too, I was like, gold's worth a lot. So it's really, you're not stuffing that much up your ass. It was uh, a couple of ounces every time. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> but it was it was Jamie reading from a British uh, magazine, but I, it made me feel really like... Uh, oh, I laughed I know, out loud. I didn't like they were talking about the Canadian mint in pounds. I was like, we don't fucking use pounds. Well, no, yeah. in that article, they would have said... They were was, translated for the fucking It was $190,000 Canadian. If they talked about in the States, they said it was $140,000 in gold. But um, sorry, uh, my heart goes out to all the Brits out there dealing with their new COVID. Uh, yeah, good luck out there. Uh, our prayers are with you. We're all going to get through this together, though. But and um, stay in your country. He just couldn't get his his numbers right, eh? Who Rawlings? His no, math. No, was just yeah. his math. Really, it, it fell was apart like me there. for sure. <laughs> it was absolutely like you. See, I don't even try though. This guy kept trying to do the math, <laughs> like he could work it out in his head. And Joe was like, "Yeah, no, we're going to the calculator on this one." And I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he had a couple pops in him and a joint. You think usually he's a math wizard? He must be good at something for success. Like I gotta tell you though, drinking doesn't help. Like I can't tell you how many times four drunk bartenders stood over a cash and all got different numbers. You know what I mean? Like, okay, hold on, hold on. Cognitively, and I think in this episode he mentioned uh, Alpha Brain. Which Joe? asked if it really works, which hadn't been mentioned in a long time. Well, Joe again backed it up big time. Well, he loves saying double blind placebo. Yes, he really does. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Maybe that's the most important. Thing that's in a the great world. band name. Yeah, double, double blind, blind placebo. placebo. Yeah, that's really till placebo uh, fucking sues you. What was our band name? Placebo is not a brand name, Kamar. No, it's not no. like Kleenex. What was our band name? Upstream Basket Babies. That's what it was. Whose band was that? You and I. Oh, really? Yeah. When did we do this? Oh, years ago. Upstream Basket Babies. Yeah. Why? This is when I was like living with yeah, Greg. But why? I couldn't remember. Okay. I, dude, I'm amazed that I pulled it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I don't know what. Somebody sent their baby down. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and then around all those tops we just talked about, there was just too much car talk. Yeah. Too much souping up cars and... Like the fact that the we value. gave this thing 50 minutes, even it, though we had a 15 minute intro it's, about it's, nothing. It's, it's, it's like a, a money thing. And I ended up watching the, the truck they talked about and it came out pretty nice. It's hard, right? Like, you know, when you're whoever you are doing whatever you are trying to pay things. But and I, I, they're talking about like, like buying a muscle car. You can't drive it in the winter. I mean, they don't have winter, but it's just so impractical. It's nothing but. Uh, here it's insane. Just in general, though, oh, right? Oh, no. You, I mean, if you're going to buy that, you're going to have a garage. Exactly. Gonna, it, my step, no, but that's my stepdad has a 69 Mustang, mint, convertible, red. Yeah. They bought a house where he had to have a separate, like their old house, he put in a lift in the garage you so it could lift it up. Like, you don't go muscle this car cost poor him and live out that's of it. Exactly. Yeah. Did you guys, you what I was talking about, um, exactly. you're, you're living in a Walmart parking lot in Eleanor in the but middle of the, the winter in the your muscle car? Yeah, that's, 750 horses. Like if I put uh, this curling iron up against the roll cage, I find it really warms the whole car up, actually. Did you guys rewatch Carlito's Way after I talked about it? No. You can cook your microwave dinner in like 2.9 <laughs> seconds on the radio. Yeah, just like, just give it one just rub. Rub. Yeah. Because Sorry, there's what? a there's a badass muscle car in that. In what, Kamar? Carlito's Way. way. That his uh, nephew drives. It's like a two-door, but oh, almost yeah. it's, and with flames on it. But Joe never mentioned that I've one. I've been scared to watch it. I keep seeing it right there. But who told me last week that Me it won't live up? And I, I, don't I forgot that Sean Penn myself. plays Sean that greasy Penn. lawyer. I totally I t- Sean Penn's pretty good. Yeah. 
Anyway, we got to end this guy because we've given him way well, too no, much we, time. I didn't think we were going to give him too much, Done but I deal. wanted to do the movie game because I thought a great movie game would be John Wick. Oh, fun. Because, right. I mean, Joe talks about ad nauseum and uh, it's sort of one of those, I don't even can guess what year it came out. I was about to watch it this morning. The first one. Yeah, instead I watched uh, Hellboy 2, which is not that Excellent. Bad, it was okay. It's the movie game. It felt like a terrible was coming was out of your coming, mouth there. But I didn't finish it, so I didn't oh. want to. Or uh, Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what back. year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. Uh, this week, we're doing a John Wick. Starring. Oh, no. I'm not in there yet. Okay. I got it. Obviously starring Keanu Reeves, Michael Nyquist, Alfie Allen, Adrian Palicki. Okay, whatever. What Adrian year do you Moynihan. have? 2009. I have, oof, I have 2012. Release date? 2014. Wow. Three movies in six years. That's impressive. That's, right? what, I, that's what I was thinking, too. I did the same I thing. I thought, come on. It's got to be a decade for three. Oh. No, because I knew in my head, I was like, they were churning them out pretty quick. So that's why I said 12, yeah. right? I figured no, eight were, years, you, like you two every good. two years, two and a half years kind of deal. And this is the first one. Yeah, of course. Well, we're not doing a fucking sequel. Get out of here. This is going to be tough, man. Yeah. This is going to be real yeah. tough. Yeah, I, I, I thought so. I thought that was a good one to pick and uh, nip it in the bud there. Starring our favorite, Keanu Reeves. I'm ready. Uh, I just threw some shit at the wall here. Yeah, okay. So. Let's go. I'm ready. All right, I said it cost forty million to make, and it grossed two hundred and thirty-six point four. And I said thirty million to make and one twenty-one. Budget thirty million. Whoa! Did you bang that out? Bang yeah, on. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. Box office eighty-six million. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty good for Simon. It is a success. I was way off, and uh, I don't think there was a lot of uh, hype about it. Just but sort meanwhile, of word two of mouth. sequels. Well, I yeah. bet the sequels did way better. I bet the sequels did way better. And that's the unofficial, I mean, the official movie game. Now, let's play the official movie game, and we'll start with Keanu Reeves. Oh, my God. I was going to be a dick there, but I won't. Um, we'll just say The Matrix. Um, the Matrix. Jesus Christ. So easy. Come on, dude. Yeah, the pill. African-American. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Thanks, man. I Boy. thought I threw you a softball well, there. Well, because I was thinking were, of the guy who eats the steak. You then acted I like I... who his name is. Uh, his name is... Uh, you might need it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> King of New York. King of New York? Oh, uh, Christopher Walken. True Romance. Oh, that opens up the fucking floodgates, baby. Dennis Hopper. Uh, low rider. No, easy. Rider. Easy rider. Sorry, low rider. Fucking moron. Peter Fonda. Oh, now we're getting. Now we're being dickish. <laughs> well, I really. That's the only, I know. Oh I'm no, a, sorry, sorry. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. There you there go. You go. There you I could have played with Peter. Though. Such a great movie, by the way. Watch it again. Very so slow. Watch it on mushrooms. Okay, Amazing. different story, but <laughs> just saying that movie is slow. Batman. Who was the actor you had there? Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, ba okay. Uh, Michael, uh, yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Okay. Um, Michael Keaton was in... Oh, 
Hot potato, hot potato, Jesus keep it up. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, Condor Man? What was that called? Uh, Birdman. Birdman. Ed Norton. Um, Ooh, I, I know where rounders. I want you to go. Yes. Rounders. So Matt Damon. Goodwill Hunting. I was hoping you'd say fucking Team America. <laughs> uh, Goodwill Hunting, Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams. Okay, this is going too long. This will be a nine-hour podcast. We're yeah, getting good I'm going to end it. Okay. Good morning, Vietnam. Who's his producer? Gary Sinise. No, I, I think I found there. That was a good one, though. You know what's fucking insane is I've probably watched that movie more than any other movie ever in my life. What? Good morning, good morning Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Wow. Why? When I was like six, I could recite... Every single time he was on the radio. My parents made me do it at dinner parties. It was like a party trick. Interesting. I remember they woke me up one night drunk. Come downstairs. I think you told us this the other day, actually. Yeah. Weird, huh? Weird yeah, movie for a six-year-old well, to be fucking. It's not so weird after knowing your dad. So. It I mean, there's a lot. Uh, yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Yes, Forrest Whitaker. That's correct. Yeah, we could have gone a lot of places from there. The crying game. Uh, let's uh, rate this guy, please. Or the episode. This was a this was a journey for me. I, I give it a three. I'll give it a three because I like the moon denial stuff, and I just can't decide if I liked him or not. This was gonna be. A, I thought this was gonna be a one. I'm giving it a two and a half because it was better than I expected. And I gave it a three because as much as I didn't like it, I found it very entertaining. Fair enough. I, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic when you because we're not rating the guy. We're rating, we're the, rating episode. the episode. Yeah. yeah. Can I say for the record too? I tried to go back and listen to Simon giving Killer Mike a five and I could not find the ratings. I think what Simon did was he gave Killer Mike a five. That's what I did. You're absolutely right. I did not give the episode a five. I don't think five. he gave I the gave episode Killer a five. Mike That's a five. what I'm saying. That was back when we were still kind of well, this is a thing. mixing this is around not with raiding people. So. I tried to confirm okay. it. I tried to go back. Well, nice. I actually That's took nice like a half that. hour and listened to it. I just was, I was skimming through and I Listen, could not. I'm pretty confident I've never given a rating I'm five. solid that you haven't, but I thought about it after and I was like, Simon used to do this thing where he would rate the person. Yeah. And I was like, he definitely gave Killer Mike I'd a five. circumvent the system. All right, let's move on to the next one yep. real quick. Yeah, what's the next? Oh, it's well, honey, we're going to breeze through this. 15, Can we please breeze through this? Matt, I will give this one minute if you want. I hate when he has honey, honey on. I hate it too. It's not even honey, honey. And here's the problem because I like him and I don't hate her. It's just like once every four years, once every also, six years. Gary Clark Jr. seems like he'd be a chill guy on his own. Oh, yes, yeah. I want Gary Clark Jr. And Sans Santos. There's something I don't like and a lot of people are guilty of it, are people who laugh at everything they say. At their own jokes? At their own jokes, at their own things, everything. like Guilty. It's it's overkill, though. And um, I was hoping once Gary left that Joe gave her the uh, Brendan Shaw <laughs> speech. Time to hang it up, honey. <laughs> what are Maybe we doing? start a podcast. What are we doing what here? What do you mean? He lo he thinks she's so. She is talented. She, That's not the. Lots of girls can sing. Brandon Schaub was talented too. She sounded awful with the song she sang with Gary Clark. Gary Clark, like she sounded awful. The the second song she sang, I appreciate a lot more. But at the end of it, she's like, "I should practice more." It's like you've been trying to be a musician for nineteen years, like. 
I, I, I mean, I, listen, I'm a terrible musician. I could never judge somebody. She seems like a really good musician to me. I hate when they sing on the podcast, period. Like, that really kind of, like, throws me for a fucking loop. Yep. When they're singing on Joe Rogan. And that, like, again, back to Lex, who you listen to his podcast, Total Professional, in every regard, and then he comes on Joe's and sings, you know? But if you couple the push she's had from Joe... It should equal she a should modicum of now famous. I I don't know what she wants, but like she's still a struggling artist. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you know what I think the problem is, Kamar though, is like if Joe co-signs you in comedy, Alice Schulz, it's a little bit different than if Joe co-signs you in music because if you're an avid listener of Joe's podcast, you probably know that like. Musically, I just don't look at him as like a, a dude that's like really hip to the jive or... I'll agree with Kamar here, and I think this is maybe what you are striving at, is if she was, um, if they had, if she had only been on once and like you don't get that bump you're looking for, I would get that. She's been on like six but times. to be on so many times, if you're correct and she's struggling, which I don't know that to be a fact, you know what I mean? I just... Is she struggling? She seems to be living like a really kind of cool bohemian life. I think life. she parties too much and doesn't. Do you think she wants to be like rich and famous? I didn't get that from her. Well, she, she Either was way, talking about, I want to be successful so I can have a cryo chamber and do all these mm-hmm, things. Like mm-hmm. she clearly is struggling for money. Like after 17 years so, as I mean, a musician. If you're Joe and you, you know, she's obviously like a really good friend of his. Just throw her a million bucks, man. It's nothing for Joe. Just throw her I, a million I, I bucks. I don't think... Listen, listen to me, Maddie. Simon, if, if I'm struggling had... right now. Would you give me 10% of your money? No. <laughs> no, but that doesn't I, work. Because I have nothing, okay, okay, dude. But... Matt, if I had... What did Joe make off the thing? Well, you say more than 100 million, but the, the internet says 100 if million. If I had 100 million and you were struggling, I would give you enough so that you wouldn't struggle with 100 million... <laughs> Like with one million, you don't get shit from me. You know what I mean? But, but, but Simon, just hear me out. Million? Hear me out, though. It's a dangerous press. If you're in Joe's yes, position, it's, a, it's a very dangerous precedent. But again, the way th- I just I kind of feel like they're th- real friends. Play this out, though, Simon. Yeah. So he was like, "Hey, you know what? This is gonna be some money. You don't have to worry about shit anymore. You can really do what you want to do." Yeah. She fucks it all up. I don't think she would. Oh, man. No. It's just. Uh, if, she, if she becomes massively successful, great. She tosses a million back or whatever. But I mean, I'm kind of with Kamar though. It's, it's Hold on, crazy. But you're he's right. Done, you're right. He's it done, doesn't make any sense. He's done everything in his power to put money in her pocket. Even like with a ex- hundred million, I'm not giving you anything. Like that's crazy. I know. Don't worry, Simon. I'm well aware. <laughs> I love how you go. If I have a million, you get nothing. This guy. <laughs> no, like, no, because no, I'm show. I'm just yeah. illustrating. I love like, that if I'm struggling, Simon's got a million dollars. He's just watching me. Like, well, listen, no, this guy should have been smarter. I <laughs> wouldn't. That's exactly my point. Like, I don't know. I. That's why I don't think she's actually struggling. I don't think Joe. Knowing who he is, knowing what a big heart he has, I just don't think he would. Let's keep in mind, she was though, a living lot of people, in, in her muscle car. People, I don't think she would. <laughs> a lot of people don't want handouts, though, right? Like they don't yeah. necessarily. She's living in her car, and Joe gives her a new, a car. fresh muscle car. Here, take this Tesla. I buy you a new house. <laughs> this is like living in a smart house. Maybe he would help finance her album or something like that. Like, a sort but of here's the thing: but, but wait, to give money. But this is what I'm saying is. Like the exposure he's given her, if she was truly a top tier musician, and I don't mean any disrespect, she's obviously a great musician. She and must so be. is Gary Clark Jr. I'm not taking. Well, no, they're not in the same. 
Yeah. He's a far better musician. I get it. But what I'm saying, though, is not to take away from either of them. You know, the music game is fickle, A. They obviously have had ample opportunity to make it. I don't think they lack studio space. No, they had a big label behind Honey Honey. That's what I'm saying. Is it's, She's you been know, around. It's just some, sometimes you just don't hit, and that's Here, okay. Here's the big question, I guess. We listened to Joe Rogan, so Honey Honey is in our lexicon. Yeah. If we didn't listen to Joe Rogan, would we ever have heard? No, never, or would we ever never. hear about Honey Honey? Would they even be like... No. Uh, and, and that's the, their problem if they want to... I guess they're not. But they're not anymore. even a band right now. So you know what? You actually just brought up the best fucking point that I never even thought of. Is like it's just the wrong audience altogether. The exposure she's getting is nowhere near the live fair or wherever she's got the ears or eyes she's got to get to. That's the point. Like, like hunters, fight bros, um, science people, hip hop. Like none of these people are gonna are gonna listen to Honey Honey and, and but they'll all listen to Gary Clark Jr. They might, they would be more likely yeah. to listen to Gary Clark Jr. But I'm saying is, I just don't see this as being her niche audience, and maybe that's the problem is that she could go on Joe Rogan ten times, it just and it's just every time she's on, and no disrespect, it just seems like the same episode. I agree. She's they, still struggling, constantly struggling. I, I mean, I don't COVID, focus on the struggle. COVID, <laughs> COVID is I do. Um, <laughs> well, the most awkward part was when they were talking about Miley Cyrus. I thought that was kind of cool. It was sort of like, give Miley a call, like, write a song with her. Like, what are we doing here? One, if she said Honey Honey was good, then they would be famous. I think her songs are, like, too deep, and uh, she needs to write a hit if she wants to. You know, just a a popular song. Sort of catchy. Not always the same. Do you, like, I couldn't even, I don't know one Honey Honey song. I don't know. But you know Miley Cyrus song. I've Came in like a wrecking ball is my favorite. You know Dolly Parton? I do. I do know like Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton is an amazing talent, right? She wrote uh, "I Will Always Love You" when she's like twenty-seven. Susan's thirty-five. Dude, listen. Someone, took it. Are, Someone, are you comparing her to Dolly Parton? And you're like, a, Dolly Parton is amazing, and she sucks. Dolly Parton was like a star at nineteen, and not. I just I'll, I'll give an on. example though. Someone sent me a clip, I think last year, of these two little German girls, on like. Uh, a German version of the voice for kids and they're singing creep from Radiohead and one of them's playing the piano. And honestly, it's like, it's moving their performance. So my point is like, there's two little girls in Germany that you've never fucking heard of that. No disrespect to Susan Santos are clearly more talented than her. That's how the music industry works. It doesn't work on talent. It doesn't work on. Well, the guy who cleans lighters in silence is more talented. Her. Fifty million views. No, I I think I would like to see her skills if she did a cover, but that's just me. And then I can say, okay, okay, I get it. But she just sings these morose sort of haunting ballads. I mean, I, I, she doesn't suck, but I wonder what the problem is. She, she's had everything possible for her. To me, the better question is not or thing to focus on is not whether or not she's famous or not famous. It's just how does she keep getting unbroken? <laughs> Well, he loves her. That's great. That's great. I just don't believe. I refuse to believe she's struggling that hard. That's what I don't. I I think she's living like a like I said a kind of cool bohemian lifestyle. I don't think she needs a lot. She doesn't have kids. Last she month have a she was driving through Malibu, bawling her eyes out. I mean, she felt better after, but. So don't you drive around in your car just crying? I do it all the time. Never, Fuck. ever, ever. Anyways, 
I, 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 like I, all the time. I was concerned about discussing this podcast. If you ever see me driving down the street, like take a good look at what's going on. I, uh, yeah, I knew this wouldn't come out right. There's no easy way to say it. Listen, I texted Simon when the car guy came well, out. What's going on here? Are you like, uh, what, what are you talking about? I'm just talking to the audience. No I, easy way to say what? That he doesn't. What like do you, what, oh. what, what, what do you want to say about this? Like he's shitting on a woman. He's shitting yeah. on a female musician, and it's, yeah. we've already done our best to alienate a lot of people this episode. Um, I tried to look it away, but I was like, I, I cannot look like a good person if I discuss this episode. I texted Simon on Tuesday, and I was like, "This car guy, my life sucks. I don't want to listen to this." And then Honey Honey came out, and I was like, "This has to be a fucking some sort of it, evil joke." It like felt taxing, and like, oh. what the fuck did I do? But the car guy ended up being entertaining. Yeah, so you were like, "This whatever. did not end up being no." But you knew it wasn't going to. This is where you wish for like a seven times button. Well, maybe if he she had give he had given her the Brendan job. And let's keep in mind to the listeners, well, that would have been That's really weird. interesting. That sounds no, like a of course not. Move. I'm trying to be mean and funny. Hey? Give the Brendan Shaw. Yeah. We're, talk, we're talking shit here. Have you ever thought of getting out of the music industry? <laughs> That's the next time. She's like, well, I did knock out Mirko Krokop. <laughs> <laughs> she literally was talking about how she lives in an apartment and she's scored cheap rent. Uh, like, She's a struggling musician. And probably the majority of them are. So Joe has said Brian Callen's name a couple of times now. Mm -hmm. Like that at least is it, but still zero. Uh, I was going to mention it on the post show, but uh, Brian's uh, back on the internet now. Well, he's, he's got, been doing a show with Sam the whole time. Well, that was a uh, Patreon strictly, but he's yeah. now started a channel and been posting for the last three weeks. So trust he's going getting after it. But yeah, I have nothing to say about this podcast. Sorry guys. Okay. Well then can we rate it and be done? She did acid and it freaked her out. Gets a two. She did acid and it freaked her out. Was one last note you had there? Well, no, that was how it started. No, what did I give? There's no fucking way you give this. I give this a one. I give this a one and I give Gary Clark a five. <laughs> he's, just, he's such a chill guy though, man. He's he so is, nice. He's awesome. Man. Yeah, more Gary Clark. She should work with him. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, there's something. And maybe if she was 10 years in, I'd be like, yeah, it's like uh, 20 years. Who was the third one? Shows, baby. Oh, I have. This you have your numbers twisted. Up. Yeah, I have this all fucked up. But we'll probably the take three a break. is wrong on one. That's you have all your numbers yeah, totally yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but it's the right numbers. It's uh, this one gets a one. Yeah, yeah. And agree me up in this motherfucker. All right. Did you really shit yourself. No, I was, I was trying to make a funny voice. All right, I like it. I like it. It was really funny. I did. I was doing what he did, but I got doing you. it his yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they know. All right, we are going to take a break. We're uh, going to pay some bills, and uh, we'll be back with the second half real soon. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me... Uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. 
this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Thank you, sponsors. And thank you, everyone, for listening. 1580? 1580. I saw it on your phone. I Andrew motherfucking Schultz. What I was trying to say Schultz. about him is... like there's been, Schultz to me. There's no T. There's been a lot there's of comedians. A, there's a T. No, there's no T. Because if there was a T, he'd be Jewish. It's Schultz. Yeah, Schultz. That's. There's been a lot of uh, comedians on. No one has had the success. Like going from a relatively unknown, getting on Rogan, and it's uh, credit to his work ethic. I wasn't a fan of his special, though, I got to say. I watched it last night, and I like Andrew Schultz. I like Too everything. many alliterations? First of all, there's just too many jokes. It's hard to like laugh because by the time you start it's you're lost and you're trying to figure some of them out also like i get he wanted to do something different with his special but andrew schultz's comedy like when he's in a comedy club is so fucking funny it's like you're missing out on that through this internet uh youtube thing i don't know that's a and again this is coming from a huge fan you know you're not a fan. Just dead air. <laughs> Did you see the special? I didn't watch the special, no. But you've seen his YouTube thing? Yep. I'm where he like turns. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. exactly now that in four, side, yeah. in four parts. So it's 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 that exact thing. Listen, like I said, he's growing up. I like him as a I'm like him more as a person now. I, I you know, I've seen some of his like crowd work stand up on That's YouTube hilarious. and it's it's pretty good. I just I I don't know. I'm I still think not there yet. That special this special that he put out is like a newer medium that I'm not really. It's almost like Philip DeFranco. Yeah, he does. He does it one cut, which is is the skill. And like he said, he hundreds of hours a week. It's like, so hard. I imagine it looks like he could have thrown it together, but it, I mean, he wasn't. He was gracious and how people help. But I just don't think I like that. No, like, I, that's I, where I'm at. I do laugh at memes, and I did love his jokes, but it was like alliteration, alliteration, which just shows we deliver stuff. But like you say, he he wasn't doing it like the. Um, late night hosts who are trying to do shows and pause 
where it should be laughs is just yeah yeah and listen he he did a great job for what it was i would have just have rather seen a comedy special like a uh it's your first one let's just see so oh, no. we can put that up against the Ob- best obviously you know? maybe if there wasn't covid he might have done a special if, if he'd been offered that i love how he said netflix was going to die in five years and here and we yeah. are yeah he came around and admitted and uh, it's all the power to him um but what do they talk about uh is there anything that compares to like New Yorker pride? Like we don't have that here in Ottawa. You know, we're not no. like we're Ottawans. Like we make the city six one three. First of all, Ottawans sounds fucking ridiculous. I don't so. even know that's what it is. But there's there's that's it. it's Ottawatonians. It's Ottawans. I believe Ottawans. it's Ottawans. I believe it's Ottawans. I don't like Ottawans. <laughs> but actually, it kind of sounds like a Jedi. I don't hate it. Okay. Nothing compares to New York City Pride. That's what you think? What about Texas Pride? Yeah. Oh, that that rivals That that compares? (laughs) But it's like... What about Boston Pride? Boston, I would say, but (laughs) when you say Texas Pride, I'm saying New York City, not New York State. Right. I'm sure people in Jersey are proud. There's Pride. pride. Rochester, what? Lockport's Gambino Ford. Push, pull, or drag it in. We'll give you at least five grand. Is that where that's from? What? Lockport and Gambino? That Lockport's in uh Yeah, Lockport's Gambino State? Ford, yeah. Oh. That was a commercial we saw forever, right? Yeah, on Buffalo I don't, WUTV, Fox 29. Like you might be too young, but do you remember um, there was something that always came on with like a river, and then it would tell you about like Waterloo, not Waterloo. Um, PBS. It was the PBS Was it PBS? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. It would be a water tower, right? Water Town and Waterloo. Water Town, Water Town. Where we'd always go shopping at the LM. That's right, that's right. But there's not like LA Pride. That's not true. You're dead wrong. No one's from LA, Mm. though. There's still a ton of LA Pride. Yeah, there's There's like... There's a lot of LA Pride. There was a lot of LA Pride. Just went out the window. I think everywhere has Pride. I I think you're wrong. Not like New York, I don't think. But just he was talking about, you know, Joe's predicting that New fire York. and brimstone. And right. He's saying, this is, it's just New Yorkers, and we're, we're the best people in the world. Well, he didn't sound like he was leaving New York anytime soon. I'm telling you, it's, New York's not going away. Like, no, no, no. I, I'm saying Schultz didn't. No, I know. Yeah. He's, I, I doubt, well, he's from there. You said he'd wait and see. I mean, you, if you're a comedian and that's your life, uh, I'd imagine it would be hard to like just pack up and move out to like Watertown, you know, <laughs> or anywhere as near, good as the shopping anywhere is. near an airport. <laughs> as good as the shopping is. It was interesting. Then uh, I like Andrew Sauls because he'll bust balls. Yeah, like a New Yorker would. And uh, after last week's episode with uh, Van Zeller, he gave him a. He was giving the rails about the Mexican supplements, and like Joe's full on in. <clears throat> Like he Lay could, this he, all out for he me. Could have TRT. Added a, he, TRT, PPC30. On, Joe's on a lot of Joe's steroids. Joe's like, yeah, but you don't know what you're really doing. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I talked yeah, to yeah, doctors. Joe, Joe could have expanded a lot more. We were talking about last week, how she sort of skirted around and didn't pull too much about him. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Andrew Sol's making fun of him for it. And then it was very interesting when he asked him if... Uh, he would fight Jake Paul, and he said, "I think Jake Paul would kick his ass." Would you know Jake Paul has? Jake Paul would kick Joe Rogan's ass in a boxing match. I just said, and just I don't think so. Well, I, I think Joe was being very, um, very modest. I think in any sort of fight, 
wrestling, well, no, anything. That boxing. That, We're talking boxing. about a boxing match. The, the, that's Joe can't to, kick. Joe's 53. I still think that Joe has better hands than Jake This Paul. is the key to the whole discussion is it's boxing. Like uh, Jake Paul now has uh, challenged Conor McGregor, but it'd be to a boxing match. And mm-hmm. all these guys, it's a boxing match. He's not well, did, you not see what, did you just not see Bisbing? Bisbing, apparently he reached out to him. He'll fight him. That'd be great. Bisbing's going to fight Jake so, Paul? He said well, he's down. So quietly what happened was Jake Paul's management that. reached out to Michael Bisbing and asked if he'd fight. So Bisbang went on his podcast and was like, you don't want this. Don't be sending these things out. He's like, I'll fight you. No, this is awesome. I definitely want to see that. Bisbang isn't Joe Rogan. Bisbang no. is a fucking killer. I Remember, don't care how many years he's been retired now. He will fuck the shit out of that kid. That's what he said. And he you said, will want to watch that. Michael Bis- will definitely want to this, watch that. This is what we're talking Michael about. Michael Bisbang said, I'll give you, you won't last one round. And then he said, I'll give you three because it's a ring and you never know what happens. But he said, you'd never make it past the third Professional round fighter, podcaster. Done well, deal. But, but this is the thing. These guys, I don't know if it's genius or just dumb luck, but they are transitioning no, themselves to get But did you see what Jake It's genius. And it's just to, sorry, just to skip ahead to the Paul. Um, what was that guy's name? No, no. Who? Uh, Jake Prince Paul. Paul. Oh, uh, Jay Prince. Jay Prince, sorry. Um, they talk about them setting up that mail. Like, it's all contrived. You know what I mean? Well, did you see Promotion what... Uh, it's a money game. The yeah. Did yeah. you see what Jake Paul did to Brendan Schaub and Dylan Danis? Nope. So, Brendan Schaub was interviewing Dylan Danis for... Un- what is it? Under the belt? Or food truck? No, Whatever yeah. the one below is. Below the belt? No, no. It's not below the belt. It's... Uh, food it's truck food truck where they Is that food what it's called? Diaries. Thank you. I, so, I guess he's interviewing Dylan Danis for Food Truck Diaries in L.A., and Jake Paul pulls up in like a souped up fucking like Dodge Ram. He's sitting in the back, like the bed of the truck with like two dudes. And they just start pelting them with water balloons. First, he yells out, oh, look, it's Conor McGregor's bitch. And then he starts calling him a pussy and pelting them with water balloons. Wait, really? Yeah. But and it was Dylan all Dennis, set up? Well, Dylan Dennis walks up to the truck and is like, looks like he's about to jump in the back. And then they, they're pelting him with water balloons, face, yeah. gets one in the face. And they're like, you fucking pussy. And then they peel off. And then he goes back to the interview. Did they hit Schaub? No, Schaub just stood there. Because they weren't after Schaub. They were, Schaub knew. Schaub's like, I'm not going to get involved because this doesn't involve me. Schaub said when Dylan Dennis comes back, he's like, well, if you jump in the back of the truck and some shit goes down, I got to dust off the old fucking... Do you think dust it off was peaches set up and cream. or do you think it was for real? Well, that's the interesting thing because as Jamie said, uh, Logan was on Food Diaries like the day before, which was an interesting uh, conversation because he has a respect of Schaub and all these guys like... They are transforming their image, and it, it's remarkable to watch, whether you hate them or not, because conceivably they'll be mature men one day with a lot of money and a lot of power. Like, they, Well, Logan Paul seems people be, somewhat want to mature. Be on the side. But I've been watching him for a couple of years shamefully, and he's grown. Like he, Which one is the one that's bag. fighting? They're both fighting. They're both fighting. Logan Paul is fighting fight Floyd Ro- Mayweather. Who wants to fight Bisbang? Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. Jake, Jake Paul wants to fight all, all the takers. All the, the younger brother. Yes. He's the younger one. Right now, he will fight. He wants to fight Dylan Dennis, Conor McGregor. Like Who I said, would win in the fight between the brothers? Well, that that's what he said. On that will be the ultimate fight. Like these, <laughs> this is a plan. No, but who do you think would win in that fight? Like who's well, the Logan Paul said fighter? him older brother. Which one is the wrestler? Logan. Logan. What, Division one. Wrestler. What does Jake have going for him? Twenty-three, ready to go. <laughs> no, no, millions no. of dollars. No, no. Okay, that's it. I, I get it. But he has a two and zero boxing career. He has no career. pedigree. 
like Logan has this uh, high Division school one high school college. wrestling background. College or high school? Uh, college. High school for sure, not much college because he sort of blew up. Not Division well, that's One. That's right. Yeah, college. could have been college. Division One high school wrestler. Yeah. But I was a, uh, I mean, you know, a Division One high school tennis player in Ottawa. Does that count? Will count for what? Are for, you going to play fighting for anything? Well, if, I mean, if if I want to be a fighter, you know. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. Are, are, Mayweather will play. Aren't you in we tennis. just giving all our high school achievements now? No, but it was in the realm of. Uh, I was on the sports. chess team. You're also forgetting that in Canada, it's not the same. Like being a Division One wrestler know, in Canada being, is not I'm the same. But he's totally facetious. For fuck's sake, oh, what are we doing a, here? Who me? We, you're comparing tennis to wrestling. I'm comparing, comparing high any school sport to, to any sport. I say you go out of your way and challenge Jake Paul to a field goal kicking competition. Bring all the smoke. That's interesting. So Jake Paul. Bring all the smoke. Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson. Now he's just trying to piss off everyone to create this thing. Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Simon, think about it like this. I think they just look at it like in very simple terms. I think they say, okay, I'm 23. I started on YouTube when I was 17. I've been doing this for six years. Hold on. I've made $40 million. I fought a professional basketball player, and I made the same amount of money in one night. If I fight Conor McGregor, I never have to go on YouTube again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no, no. They Listen, found the path to the money. I'm not taking... This is how the, the simulation is playing itself out. <laughs> like, I'm just along for the ride, you know? I'm just watching, but I'm not going to pretend like this makes me like happy. I would have rather seen a kind of more skill based, whatever too bad. Boxing doesn't have the, well, boxing the has the most parameters, through, you know, for skill. No, I'm just saying like on its own, obviously there wasn't enough juice behind boxing anymore, or you wouldn't need these guys to be. I mean, the thing is Dana's, adamant that they're never going to fight in the UFC, but they he brought also up a, said Floyd Mayweather was never going to fight. He'll, they fight brought up, hold on. he'll definitely fight they brought in the up, UFC. They brought up a good point, though, with the CM Punk thing. Like, he came into the UFC and just got fucking dusted. And, if and they, he was just a big name. That's if all. If they, like, win, they'll definitely, Dana will want them to come in. The, well, that will no be the most amazing thing if he knocks out Floyd Mayweather. I uh, Yeah, I mean, it would be absolutely amazing. And Trump was president, so nothing is impossible. And but I would put all my money on Floyd Mayweather. It would be amazing if Floyd I would bet Mayweather every just, dollar. I would go to the bank and take out the biggest loan I could to bet Floyd Mayweather. Logan Paul said he put $100,000 on a brother against Nate Robinson. He put $100,000 on Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that might be a small... Oh, well, no, you can't do that. That's cheating. Keep in mind, though... Um, that's not even that big, like confidence-wise. He spent more on a Pokemon card. <laughs> well, no, but I don't know what the odds on his brother. Were. Well, I'm just like, am I wrong that he got robbed on? Well, yeah, uh, they're very honest, and I mean, this is part of the reason they're successful. You love them, eh? I love people who work hard and are successful. Like you hate the honey, honey girl who's obviously kind of like grinding, working hard and not successful. You see where? It's so you only like successful people. <laughs> well. I think I'm attracted to them as people to follow or whatever. See, like, I don't see that at all with Jake and Logan Paul. Like, there's nothing about them that I'm like, I'm, they're making me want to work harder. Cause I, I don't at all understand, right? To me, that's. Well, no, I for sure hate watching them for a while, but they're making this crazy transition and the end game is for them to fight each other and walk away with a hundred million dollars each, you know, three years from now or whatever. 
Simon, my, my, my problem with what you're saying is that I, I just think you're patently wrong. Like, first of all, to become that big on YouTube, you have to put in so much work. Hold on, hear me out. Yeah. To fight a professional athlete, you have to train a full camp, day in and day out. You, you can't just be a slouch and like kind of half-ass it. And then yeah. to knock him out, that's really the proving point. Like, I'm with you. If it had gone a decision and he looked whatever, then I'd be like, he's not really, he knocked him out. Cold, starched. And that's the bottom line with the, their decision to go into combat sports was you can't play these sports. I don't hate. I know I, this I idea of celebrities fighting celebrities. I love it. Okay, there besides animals fighting, I can't imagine anything that like tickles me more. Animals fucking and fighting. I, I like okay. them both, but um, no, I, I'm just saying it's the it's like making boxing into a joke. And I, that's, I just, I don't know, man. If no, it was all, all just for fun. Boxes you know, aren't happy. Hear me out. Just about this. Can I? Do it as a celebrity <laughs> league. I'm all over that. Mike Tyson celebrity boxing league. Let's do but this. But they want integrity and be taken seriously. Hold on. Let me, let me, let's back up. I said this last week and I'll say it again. I think boxers should be happy as fuck. When was the last time you watched a boxing match? Uh, listen, Tyson this, Fury. listen to this podcast Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder Because we wanted to see like an amazing okay. Epic boxing Fine. match Other than that, what was the last boxing match you watched? I, I don't know man My point though is that boxing was dying It was on it's deathbed So you could either not have these guys involved at all Continue the way it's going, have it die You know how, bo you know how dead boxing was? They had a championship fight Huge fight And the UFC was on the same night And they, had, they waited a half hour they made both fighters sit in their fucking rooms Can I tell for a half you what hour waiting for the UFC to end. The problem with boxing, Matt, though, is more than that. It's that there are these three different leagues and they can't get the right fights and it's all fucked up. Like if it was like the UFC and they just got ev the right people to like, that's the best part about the UFC, right? You have these guys yeah, and but no one gets paid. No, I, I'm, yes, I'm just saying. That's why this when, is a plus twos. When these there's a fight paid. that is supposed to happen, it usually does. Granted, sometimes there are, you know, um, uh, yes, there's all sorts of, I he get breaks it. his leg, he sure. falls, whatever, but usually we get the fights we want. The other thing I find the problem with boxing is, uh, they talked a lot about fighting in this one ad nauseum almost, and we'll talk more about and fighting the next one. in the next one, but more so in the next one. Cause he, he was so much closer, but, uh, like I looked up the sugar shade, Mosley Mayweather, Canelo Mayweather, whatever. It only makes sense in slow motion because these elite guys are so fast. That's insane. You, you just see a bit of a thing. Canelo's fucking like, nuts. Who got hit there? I, I don't even know. But if, when you slow it down, you see like it, it, it's they're too fast to um, observe. Like I find UFC is a lot more. Well, and that's why the Deontay Wilder um, Tyson Fury fight was so amazing was because. <clears throat> you had these two like epic fighters, one with this giant knockout, the other was like a dance, right? It was easy to follow. There there wasn't anything that was too fast or it was just, it played out well, the, right. Well, no, heavyweights is a different story. And what sure. a fight that was. When you think about it, think about that, the rising from the dead, the all of that, like it had to be scripted, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they would have done part two by now. And so what we have- That's to like the two league thing, man. What we have I'm to look forward you. now is uh, Mayweather will have a shit-talking conference with Logan Paul, probably. Wait a minute. We had the second one. He knocked him out. The second yeah. one yeah. wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. Yeah, we had it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I meant the third. The third can't happen because they're now in these two separate leagues. And division, and not division. He had a lot of excuses. It, that, it was just ugly. It was weird. Yeah, the forget boxing. Fight. Who cares? My well, point was just simply like these guys could resurrect boxing because yeah. you might not have cared or watched. I hear you. I hear you. They're in the process of it, I think. I really do think. Yes and no, though. It's interesting to see Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather insult each other before the fight. But let me tell you right off the bat, when I watch these, I tune in for just those fights. I'm not watching the prelims of these. Like the UFC, I watch. You know, there was a time when Simon and I watched every single fight. Well. Like the prelims, the early prelims. The promoters might be able to put, you know, um, Marita Lopez against Screech. You might have to tune in for that one. Uh, Then they. Sorry. Mario Lopez. By the way, did anyone see the uh, the made-for-TV movie that KFC put out with Mario Lopez? As, no, we talked about it last oh, week. Oh, did though. we talk about it last week? KFC, like the chicken company? He's Colonel Sanders. So they paid for Lifetime to make a movie called, what is it, The Smell of <laughs> Seduction or whatever. It's Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. He passed away 20 years ago, like last week. It's like a romance movie about chicken. It's basically just to sell. It's an ad. It's a it's a it's an hour long ad made for TV movie with Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. I'll show you the ad after this. Okay, yeah, that's it's funny. fucking hilarious. Sorry, keep going. Uh, and then they played the uh, Tom Cruise clip. Have you guys heard that? Yes, I have. Well, I mean, they played it's it on so this. So funny. But you know what's weird? Because Tom Cruise isn't about vaccines and stuff or medicines or anything. No, like that. it doesn't make any sense. Well, the, to Andrew Shaw's point, like he leaked this to. But could you imagine a guy who's four feet tall screaming at you like that? Like, he, he's so small. And it, when you're just hearing audio, it's whatever. It could be this booming guy, but he's the actor. It's just a, such a weird thing. He's not, not on that set. It, no. That's a Scientology set. He's the king. He's it's the so fucking, crazy the level he's gotten to. He's well, no, the head. He's the executive the, producer on that set. He's the head thetan. He's the fucking big no, no, Pumbaa, the big giant We're talking giant about Mission head. Impossible, though. He's the executive producer. I think He's also the actor, but any movie he does, he's the head Pumbaa. I have listened to many Scientology podcasts, okay? And one of them, they talked all about what it's like on a Tom Cruise set when Scientology is involved. You would not believe. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you, like, it is so fucking, it's all run by Scientology. Hollywood. No, these, when he does, especially a movie like that, where he, Tom Cruise owns that somehow, I'm sure it's, it's nuts. But he, he put on a good show. I believe six people have quit since then. The best was someone edited, 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 someone edited, um, that speech over like his character in Tropic Thunder. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. That's perfect. I just think it's so funny because he's so short, screaming up. Like he'd be screaming up to people, literally. You're fired if I see you out with a mask again. Well, no, you're forgetting they're on a movie set, so he gets like two Apple boxes. Oh, he's, like, he's, he's on his, ten, yeah, he's, he's he's on everyone's director's level. chair yeah. yelling at everyone. I just I I I hate getting yelled at. Could imagine getting yelled at by little Tom Cruise. Well, that was the first thing I thought of when I heard it as I was like, even if he's right or even if you think he's right or if you think it's real or whatever, like you never want to be in a fucking work environment like that where someone feels that they can just fucking tee off and well, I'll no, fucking well, fire you. Especially not this day and age. I mean, that was a when you could smack someone. That's how you know it. it's got to be a Scientology set 
because you can't get away with that in a normal workplace right away. That's some sort of weird harassment like, shit. Yeah, for sure, man. That's interesting. But not when Tom Cruise on set. Not on the Scientology set. I mean, those are all still unionized sets, Scientology or not. You can't be on one of those movies if you're not part of a union, um, one way or the other. Yep. I need to make a correction. Andrew Schultz talked about how he liked country music. Yeah, I, I, said, I love that. Ra- I like country music, but I love that. Oh, that, that bothered Rascal me so Flats, much. Life is a highway. I was like, it's not Rascal Flatts. No, it's Tom Cochran. It's Tom Cochran, who also wrote the uh, theme song for the National Pedophile Society. Boy Inside the Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that oh, Nambla? My God. No. Na- National Amer- na- no, the National- Oh, Namba, yeah. Na- Boy Inside North the Man, American Man Boy Love Association. But yeah, that hurt. That's a real thing? Nambla, yeah. I don't know if the theme song is the boy inside the man. Are you, no, but are you being serious? Google it right now. So Pull it up on your phone. What is it meant as, though? I haven't looked it up in years, but Namble is a thing. But yeah. Rascal Flatts covers Tom Cochran. It's a Canadian again. No, but I mean, what does this like National Association, Association do? I'll look it up in a sec. Uh, fun fact, weird fact. Much Music had a Tom Cochran Life is a Highway Day where they played just that music video on loop all day. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when that song dropped? When that oh, song huge. was on the it radio, was it was literally Life on oh, every Simon. day, every literally, hour. Literally, it was like on a loop. And everyone yeah. loved it, and it was great, man. It, it was a first, it was viral with before the internet. Before viral, yeah, when music could be viral through your ears. And then they talked about the world is homophobic. Do you think you agree with that statement? Um, I really think it's true. Like we think we're 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 progressive and like. Uh, bygones, whatever. Simon, you will never believe this. What? I'm reading this from Wikipedia. I have not doctored this in any way. The North American Man-Boy Love Association, NAMBLA, is a pedophilia and pederasty advocacy organization in the United States. It works to abolish the age of consent laws, criminalizing adult sexual involvement with minors, and campaigns for the release of men who have been jailed for sexual contact with minors that did not involve what is considered coercion? The group no longer holds regular national meetings. Ghost came in the room. And as of the late 1990s, to avoid local police infiltration, the organization discouraged the formation of local chapters. Do they have a logo? Uh, yes, of course. Oh, God, that's sick. <laughs> What's the logo? I'm just being funny. No, that is sick, though. That's the logo. Keep in mind, it's that's a big man, man and a little bee. Yeah, the man boy. <laughs> what is going on here? I found out about it in like the early 2000s. I, I, like you, was the same way. I was like, hold on. So is this one of those occasions where we have to like, it's a freedom of speech thing and you just... I believe so. Not really, because they've, they've been disbanded, basically. Like they live on the internet in... 4chan. Yeah. Parlor. Simon, think about it. it. That's a tough sell. Like, imagine someone shows up to your door with a pamphlet. Hello, I'm here from Nambla. Uh, we're an advocacy group for pedophiles Care and, and pederasty. Dude, like, you would be... Dude, if you had a gun next to your door, you would pull it up so fucking quickly. By the and way, be sir, like, how old is your son? You you literally have seconds to get off my front porch. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I thought you were joking at first. I don't even know what to say, man. I don't make up jokes like that. That That's, is insane. Yeah. That's insane. That logo is too much. You know what's crazy is that a firm took money and developed that. 
Some- developed multiple logos for them. And they were like, that's the one. The problem is it's like somebody was creative there. What am I trying? <laughs> what am I trying to convey? Yeah, of course. A designer. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's like, exactly my point is like, someone was like, this is the project. If you are the president of Nambla and the guy's like, Oh, so what do you want your logo to look at? You're just like Roman times, motherfucker. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. Can the M be fucking the B? Can the B be small? We want it's to say almost it without brilliant. saying it. It's, it's really gross. Man. It's fucked. Yeah. I want to know who the ad, um, like nobody's putting that on their resume as like, we killed this one. That's on your portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> What's at the bottom there? Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> it's something I did. No, no, I want to see the big B and the little M. That looks awesome. No, you don't. Trust me, you don't. The world is more homophobic than it's not. Oh, yeah. That's where we were starting with this. Okay. That too. Is that on your LinkedIn? Founder or like former member of Nambla? Sorry. Uh, is the world homophobic? Well, they're saying Tom Cruise, always a rumor that he's gay. He can't come out. Um, John Travolta, whatnot. And uh, I don't agree with it, but Joe said, I mean, The Rock couldn't come out if he's gay. Not that, not that there's a problem with it, but it's, Maybe it's so this- many markets don't want that. Still. Maybe it's the States, but like if tomorrow Daniel Craig came out and was like, I've been gay my whole life. I've just kept in the closet. I would have no problem with him playing Bond until he was just, you know, too old. No. You wouldn't have any problem with that. I just said that is I get I that, wouldn't have any problem with that, but Kamara's right. But what is right. What if, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying maybe we live in a place that's slightly more tolerant. I don't live in the States. I only lived there for nine months. I don't, I didn't see, I mean, if again, I lived in New York City. That if, if The Rock came out as gay, I like, there, it would hurt his image somehow, I'm sure. That, that, now, this is the question, though. But what Joe said, sorry, just to your, before we move on, hold on that. He was saying Daniel Craig could not come out as gay, and the next James Bond, him fucking all the dudes for information, as James Bond always fucked No, him. that's ridiculous, though, yeah, that's because insane. you're playing a role. The yeah. whole thing is stupid. You're playing a role. It shouldn't make a difference. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't make a it difference. Should, and most great of, actors Of course it shouldn't, but... Obviously, no, no, no! I, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I just wanted to throw something to out real quick, though. Now, what if The Rock came out as gay, but Dwayne Johnson was straight? Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Well, that's just weird. Is that like Eminem? What do you mean? Uh, Marshall Mathers Eminem. Yeah, like yeah, like The Rock yeah. comes like out as gay, but yeah, like, personality. Like the yeah. wrestler was gay for years. All those times he was mounting guys. And I'm sure that was all in the next super years. gay. But the but Dwayne Johnson is no. Straight. But again, wrestling is fake. You're playing a role. It's the same thing. But again, I I talked about it. I think on the post show they asked Kristen Stewart about um, straight people playing gay roles, and her response was, uh, "It's mind boring." Her response was. Well, I'm gay. Does that mean I can't ever play a straight person again? And I thought that was pretty fucking. That was a great response because it's acting. What it the do, fuck are we doing here? It does like, not matter to me. Does that mean that I can only play straight white males? Like that's not how acting works. You're supposed to. It, you play a part. You develop a role. It's that was a post joke exclusively on the Patreon. Like you're not a vampire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Someone Tom Cruise yeah, wasn't a vampire. No, the, like, the whole thing is silly. Of course, I guess to Kamar's point is that. The world is still very homophobic. Like, even if it's well, defined. Well, you know, 45. the world is. I was just gonna, sure. just gonna say, the world, that's a fucking but ridiculous North statement. North America is probably still more than you would think. Well, and Hollywood caters to it. And I don't even know what they think. But about maybe it. that's because Hollywood caters homosexuality to Homosexuality in China. Yeah, I don't know either. 
and just around the world in general. It's just, it's just it, we think we've progressed so far, but there's still a blight. They may not be the uh, Satan worshiping child sacrifices Hollywood, but they definitely cater to, to the, the gays, not to the gays. Oh. But they're trying. They're coming along. Uh, but Hollywood is filled with gay people, so it's a weird it's the, it's juxtaposition. The, it's the weirdest thing. Joe brought a point to it, and I thought about it. Um, Chinese food. Do you like Chinese food? I like some Chinese Canadian. Food. Well, yeah, I was going to say you like North American Canadian, Chinese North food. American Chinese None of us food. would go to China and be amped on a fucking traditional Chinese meal. I don't think so. Except it was duck. If they did a duck, like I can maybe eat duck a duck. Yeah, but it's usually those fucking sea cucumbers that look like cocks. And but do you remember when you were a kid the first time you had a chicken ball with that red sauce? Yeah, but that's the most Americanized. It's fucking- pretty, but it was pretty awesome. Eh? It's like, oh, I really like Chinese food, even though it's not Chinese food at all. Yeah, like beef you don't and like chicken balls. No, you don't love chicken balls. You like egg rolls. I like spring rolls. It's like spring Italian. Roll. Like if you ask someone if they like Italian, they're gonna be like, "Yeah." You go to Italy though, and you have like classic Italian. It's gonna be very different than what you're used to. I here. think it's a lot closer. It's way better. Italian food is the best. Oh, like traditional from Italy? Yeah, yeah. of course, because it's all fresh ingredients Amazing. and fun. Yeah, there's only like Middle East food, Italian food, Chinese food. Keep on going with the Japanese types of food. food. German food. You start to go down like Jamaican food. Jamaican food is the best. Brazilian. Love Jamaican food. I don't eat any Brazilian food. Remember when Bone Crusher took us to that special place in Toronto? Was it Brazilian? No. No, no. it was Jamaican. Yes. It, with the oxtail gravy. Yeah. I love. It's amazing. That's my favorite dish. My aunt's restaurant in Toronto has an oxtail poutine that is fucking bananas. But you don't say English food is the best. That's because English food sucks. You don't say Scottish food is the best. Again, that food sucks too. I'll tell you, when I was, I spent a little bit of time in Oxford because I had a friend who lived there, so I stayed with her. Humble brag. It's not a humble brag. It's just <laughs> what it is. I was, I was sticking it to some brains in Oxford. She was, <laughs> just a friend. she was just a friend. Anyways, um, that's when I had that crazy hash from the guy in the beard anyways um now i forgot what i was even gonna tell you man british food was good oh yeah Oxford. the chinese food in england is amazing yeah it really or no sorry not the chinese food the, the indian, indian food. food sorry so there's sorry. a there's a superpower of sorry, foods though sorry, we agree sorry, sorry, right sorry. there's a superpower there's of superpowers foods? of countries there's superpowers of food there's like eight foods that are like, whoa, that's the best. And then you sort of trail off and you couldn't really describe it. But again, it uh, Chinese food that we have is not Chinese food. I would so say Brazilian food. I'd be like Spanish food. Well, Brazilian food is like that. A lot of meat. A lot. I love the yeah, meat. meat on a stick. Mexican's it, amazing. It's hard to eat after um, bridesmaids. Oh, the, because they go with the food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've never had it, so I don't know. You know that I read in Brazil, they all use those transparent papers. To smoke weed? Yeah. So it just like looks like they're smoking nothing. Well, no, it looks like a stick of weed. Oh, but right, yeah. Just For odd. some reason, in my head, it was invisible. it was invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Greek That's food's amazing. Good. Greek food, yeah. Those are the superpowers of food. I like Andrew Schultz because he asks Joe. Oh, that's who we were talking about. He asked Joe. Yeah. He, he asked Joe's questions. You know, like, uh, did you buy anything with the, the money? You know what I mean? He's just like. Yeah, he calls Joe on a little bit of his bullshit. On enough of stuff. It seemed like a weird question to me, though, because it's not like Joe well, we won knew the from lottery. from the episode before, yeah, he buys fucking shit all the no, time. No, no, I just, what I meant, though, was like, he's he was already super rich. It wasn't yeah. as if there wasn't anything he couldn't have bought himself yeah. that he didn't, 
didn't want. This you know what just I mean? gives him like this is the true fuck off money, but true, right? But he already had fuck off money. That's my point. Sure, there was yeah. nothing like I'm sure there was nothing on his list that he was like, I just can't afford that. Like, it's not like Joe was an art collector where now he could go out and be like that fifty million dollar piece I wanted, which is a total waste of money. By the whatever way, whatever it is, yeah. he still had all sorts of cash. I just like the the the, the rapport they have, the comfortableness he feels in uh, digging at Joe. And Joe yes, Toy, I like it cool too. With it. I do yep. that a lot. Uh, then they said Biden's officially president, so so you're finally on board with that, Kamar. I was uh, whatever <laughs> happened. Mitch happens. McConnell came out, which I couldn't believe. And then uh, they talked about Bernie Sanders. He's a real enigma. Is he a piece of shit, or did he just get done wrong by? You know what I mean? But he doesn't call it out to be like. Well, at the end of the day, that's how I feel. I don't think he's a piece of shit, but I think at the end of the day, even if Bernie got elected, he probably would have just fucking. I think they are all pieces of shit. Probably just would have played ball with it the establishment. Make, it really makes me feel like it's all just um, already Smoke all and planned mirrors. out, yeah, and you know, it's well, this is all for like the the American uh, populist benefit. Uh, you know, this Truman Show they got going. But his underlying Andrew said throughout the podcast is just like, well, the economy's all bullshit. Yeah. Like the fractional bank. But come reserve. on. Explain Andrew Schultz is a conspiracy theorist. Let's not beat around the bush here. Like he just doesn't call himself that, but he has nestled himself into that. Like, oh yeah, I that's what's popular right now. Well, you know what? But that's way more fun I, to talk about I'm than a, politics. I'm a realist theorist. You know what I mean? But it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's just without a name. It's to not have to associate yourself with like Sam Tripoli and those guys, but... You're 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 making money off the same thing. You guys are, you're all drinking from the same trough, you know. And then um, Joe mentioned that there's free school in Canada, and I, he's misinformed about that. I mean, yeah, he said it's, free. It's, yeah, it's subsidized, and I have a student loan, and I cannot get out of it. So yeah, it's not. I think this fucking paying back. This is ridiculous, personally. That all these people should just think their student loans should be paid back. I'm. Well, it's insane. It, it, you know, it's the same thing as all the guys who are in jail for weed, where it's legalized now. Listen, I'll say this. Arrested. You should be able to claim bankruptcy and it should go away if that's what, you, like, if you're in that financial situation. But the idea that you can just <clears throat> take out a loan at some point. Here's the thing about the student loans, okay? And I hear you, Matt. Like, from a responsibility point of view, you're like, but they were set up as this, like, super crooked way to entrap children into making horrible decisions. Like they went out of their way to do this. I, for whatever reason, it made them a ton of cash. It gave them control over their populace. Hold on. So I hear you, but like it was an unfair thing that was done originally. So there has to be some, don't alleviate all of it, but we got to figure something out here because it was entrapment. It's but the same fucking here's thing. Here's my thing though, Simon, is there's people that took those loans, went on to get really good degrees end up in high paying jobs, still not pay them back. There's, there's also yep. the people too that, and we know a lot of them that took those loans out, maybe did a half a semester, spent the money on weed, gambling, booze, whatever the fuck, and then expect it to be paid back. And I also just don't think that's like, well, I think that there it's not so black and white. I agree. And there has to be some, if they want to do something about this, it's going to take, it can't just be a blanket thing. Obviously it have to be some sort of compromise. They're going to have to look into some of these cases and it's going to take whatever, but the, I don't know, man, it feels really wrong somehow that 
there was this like plot behind the scenes to. There are countries where sure, the but, university is free. But Simon, it's also one of those things where like, I didn't go to university. Now that was my choice. I obviously, I'm not sitting here like, no, I didn't have the money. I, I had it paid for. I had a free ride if I wanted. Didn't go. But it's just odd to me that people that took the loan got a degree and then because they didn't get a job or they, they chose the wrong fucking path, whatever, they just expect it to be paid back. Yeah, no, was, no. Like, I, it, I see what you're saying for sure. For sure. I, I just... I get what you're saying too, though. It's it's not as it black and white like as... It feels like a prison um, put people away for weed for yeah. nothing because we need to populate our prison. It seems like that same kind of scam. They're just pulling in a different way. And yeah, they sucked a lot of people into it. And, and some people exploited the system and some people took the free money and, and some people actually wanted to go to school and make this all happen for themselves. And unfortunately got out of school and maybe their job didn't work out or their field, you know, you were a literary, maybe you or whatever, you know what I mean? And you get fucked and I also want to There's clear up no too, though. relief ever. I believe that our student loans are subsidized by the government. Are they not? Partially. You still owe money. See, a student loan in the States, I believe, is like a bank. I think I'm talking about the States, not about Canada. Yeah, because it's a little bit different when the government's involved as well. Yeah, yeah. This is all information I heard about how their system yeah, works. Yeah. So I'm not even sure how ours I think works. it's just a I lot more money. I imagine it's the same way, though. Well, because ours is o, but ours is OSAP, right? Which is the Ontario... like what And is federal... Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like that's a loan you get from the government, which is a little bit, you know, that's where it gets dicier. That's all I'm saying. Keep in mind too, the states is obviously different because school there is fucking bananas. It's the it's like the price of school numbers, there is yeah, fucking sure. ludicrous. You know what I mean? Like we first of all, we live in a city where there's two good universities. You could, in theory, just stay at home and go to like Carleton or Ottawa U and not break the bank, right? Become a journalist and. You know, that's not really, in the States, that's not really a possibility. You got to pay fucking mucho, mucho dinero. Either way. And then from these universities, probably the term diet culture was invented. You guys don't remember them talking about that? Yeah. Is a term now? Yeah. Because they're saying healthcare, if if we're going to have public healthcare, then we can publicly shame people to be fat. And it came up that there's the diet diet culture. Like it's a bad thing. Well, that's one thing I find odd about our country. I'm, I find it odd that we don't tax fast food more. That's, like we tax the shit out of cigarettes. That happens. Fast food is obviously a problem. They tried to do that in New York City with the extra well, large the soda. soda that, was, that wasn't a tax though. It was just, you could only buy a soda this big. There was no option for anything else. There oh, was no tax. Oh, they're taking away freedom. Yes. The tax is going to be the same thing, but I agree. The cigarettes are taxed as shit. Alcohol is taxed as shit. But I mean, keep in mind, Kamar, like, you know, you you brought this up when we were talking about the carbon thing, and I agree with you. Like, where's the money going? And I thought about it, and the money's supposed to go to like subsidize. So let's say we have a carbon tax. That money's supposed to go to like alternate energies. So like the government's supposed to dole that out to companies that are trying to figure out. Therefore, they create more jobs. This and that. Now I agree with you. That money probably never goes there, so it's a problem. The carbon tax, but that's what it's supposed to be. But again, we don't tax these. McDonald's is a huge corporation. We don't tax them at all, nor do we force them to tax us. The whole thing lies in what he was talking about with the fractional reserve banking. And that's the way, if you get $50 million to do this, 15 million is for sure like totally wasted or squandered or- No, what he was saying is, what he means is this, is if if I have $100 in the bank, 
So let's say you start a bank, it's just yeah. Kamar, and you get me as your first client. Yeah. I give you $1,000. You can loan out 10 times that amount automatically based yeah. on my money. Yeah. So you just make that money. Like it's just. Yeah. And that's why the whole shit is bullshit. I was going to say it in uh, the post show, but they were saying 35% of all the money ever printed in the United States has been printed in the last nine months. There's so much cash out there. Wow. Really? Yeah. You know, it's like that weird thing, like 90% of the pictures have been taken the last 20 years since whatever, because cameras, obviously, and technology. Well, but I would say it's in the last 10 years since we put them in our pockets. That yeah. money printed is fucking crazy, man. Uh, well, imagine how many people are just hooping it at work. The gold. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are tight assholes. Um, Trump is looking really bad now, complaining. Talked about that. It's too bad. I read something the other day that every time he tweets something out, Twitter now reminds, anytime he tweets something about election fraud, Twitter reminds him that Joe Biden is the president-elect. That's fucking incredible. He's upset. People are happy. It's a good thing. Uh, then they talked a bit about ancient aliens. Fantastic. Got Simon Light up. That, I like that, ancient that, aliens. That, what did that, they talk that, about? That, well, they were just that, saying that, that, they, that, uh, they just built them to look like mountains because mountains were cool, not necessarily... Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's, uh, it's okay. I mean, maybe Mocha, I guess that's a possibility. Of course, because that transition. I don't think that's true. Like, I think it was the Mayans and the Incas they were talking about. Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza. Is that something possible? (laughs) So I thought that was what probably moved your penis. Um, Then they talked about Mars again. Mm -hmm. Elon's not going to go there, but like I said, they're, it would be such early civilization, whoever gets there. You know, life, as you know, it changes so much. Like, we have to work here, a nine-to-five or whatever, like, to survive. It's a, it's a different existence in the rules. I don't know. It's pretty crazy, man, the people that want to go up there. Crazy. You'd That's have to that. be fucked to want that. You, you know what I mean? Like, almost not happy with life on this Oh, planet. you'd have to be miserable here to want to go there. It's just you'd weird... Have to be. Interesting type of person, like, yeah, I'm gonna go there forever, and not know what it is, and I'd be worried. My too. life will never be the same or anything. I'd be worried too that we'd get there, and like a month or two months in, someone would just fucking snap, and just well, yeah, you, you can't call nine. You wake up, it's like Event Horizon. You're just you're like, whoa, what the fuck? All the cameras go dead, and then they turn on, and everything like yeah, there's just blood flowing everywhere. It's like what the fuck? I don't know. I would never. I would never. We've deducted that the aliens would have killed us by now. So, Simon, let me ask you though. Let's say, let's say that uh, it's like I don't know. We know that life on Earth here is done, and you have you have two choices: either stay here and die, or get on a ship and go to Mars. What do you do? Motorcycle off a of fucking Carpelman <laughs> Louise. That's the third choice. I mean, I I don't I. I... It's such a hard thing to say. I, my, Halima and the kids are getting on the ship. Yeah, no, I. I or, oh, whoa! Simon's whoa. like, Simon's so like, I wait, are they? Had a family discussion. Simon's like, like, wait a minute, are they? Are we all on the same page here? Yeah, I, I guess we go to the moon, man. Where they go, we go. It would suck. That, that's not what I <laughs> yeah, yeah, do. obviously, yeah. It's not what I want to. But do. I wasn't asking if you enjoyed it. It has that to be we're leaving because there's a total ice age, so just everything's gonna be gone forever. 
or some plague or something. Like if it's just me having to fight the animals, I'll take my chance against yeah, the animals. Yeah, if it's just chaos, man, I'm sticking around. It's got to be something that you die just being there. Listen, obviously, if it's a Will Forte last man on earth scenario, that's not awful. That's yeah, you know. that's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it would have, like Kamar said, it would have to be like an apocalyptic culture. Just, thing, just you have no not, choice. I'm, that would be a really great premise for something too, where like everyone leaves, but you just decide to stay, and it really just gets a little bit hotter. Yeah, <laughs> but like yes. everyone's gone. But it becomes like, like Canada becomes like California. That's it. It's just We're a little bit warmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like bad. I mean, California burns, but it's nice up here. Yeah. Just one Canadian guy, just like, it's really not that bad, eh? I don't even know what all the fuss was about. Sorry, Kamar, go ahead. I'm yeah, so bummed at my... No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm like, I'm bringing up these topics. We're bouncing off. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening here like, I'm killing it. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm killing oh it. Oh, my God. Finally, finally they, uh, Joe introduced Elizabeth Holmes to uh, Andrew Schultz. Oh yeah, Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Which when you hear those tapes, Theranos, Theranos, Theranos. Who? Thanos, Thanos is, is the, the guy who yeah. took over the world. It's all bullshit, anyways. Fuck. When you listen to it, the conviction she's talking with in her fucked up voice. Like, puts Have you listened to that the bar. podcast about her? No. Oh, the dropout. That's the one Joe's talking about. It's amazing. But and the, like it's Bernie Madoff shit. Yes, it's just crazy. completely lying. Like it's. Insane to have those clips Dude, available. they sold all those machines to Walgreens and then they weren't working. So they were like, they went back to doing it the, by taking the blood instead of using the machine. And then well, like, the best it, was they trained the Walgreens employees to tell people like the machines are down. It's just like a, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, They had like, to train their crazy. employees to like the proper, but it's like end wrong. Like how do you get that far? Well, have you not seen what's the movie with Jonah Hill and that, fucking kid who I hate where they play arms dealers. Yeah. War dogs. War dogs. Like, dude, those guys are just two average Joe nobodies who got like a $50 million yeah, government contract to sell arms. Next and like, thing you know, they're dropping shit off in Afghanistan. You yeah. Know? So I, is it based on a true story though? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And based exciting. Weapons, story, you know what so I mean? I'm not sure exactly. Well, Kamar, there's a scene means. too where they're like, they're like, you got the thing. You came in way under the last bit and they're like, just a curiosity, what was the other bid? And they were like, uh, they were like two hundred eighty million. On they were like, fuck. Yeah, they were budget guns yeah. uh, salesmen. But um, uh, what did she initially ever have a intent of this blood? It doesn't make sense. Like I think from the get go, it was a complete lying con, and it's crazy that it got up to being worth nine billion dollars. But that's what my question is. Complete bullshit. I don't know that. That's my feeling is that they had something that they felt would work. And they had a lot yeah, of money. Okay. They had a lot of money behind it. And then once they realized we just have nothing, that's when the lie started. Cool. And that instead of being like just going to shareholders and being like, meh. So that is a twisted web of whatever the first lie was. Whenever that decision was made, you know what I mean? We're going this way. And then it's just a lie. Like Madoff lied every single day of his life to somebody. You know what's really weird is I, I used to skip a ton of school all the time. Skipped so much school. And it was, like, I hated school, so that wasn't stressful skipping. But the stress of going home and, like, being found out, like, every day, just because I skipped my, like, when I went to grade nine, I skipped my first 46 math classes, and no one called. And I was just like, this is incredible. Like, is this is what school, like, because in grade eight, seven, like, if you miss a class, your parents are getting called right away. My, and then finally someone sorry. called and I just remember like it was so stressful those 46 days of like are they going to call are they, I, I don't know how these people do it my entire high school career was based around like 
lies I was dodging yeah. from my parents. You know, it was sure. very stressful. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know how these people, and that's just a lie to your parents. Yeah. Just to not get in trouble. Imagine having a hundred million dollars of someone's money that yeah, you yeah, know it's, you've it's built. It's crazy. You got to be a real sociopath well, you, uh, to be able I, to deal with that kind of shit. I would shit. love to pinpoint what no lie empathy. that was. You know what I mean? There was, there's a, the fundamental lie. No, she, you could, I, she you knew could the whole back. time she was never making something that was going to work. Craziness. Just absolute craziness. Yeah. And that, that her voice is just fucking all right. What's uh, crazy is that some kid can walk into a convenience store with a gun with no bullets in it, rob the convenience, not even rob the convenience store, maybe doesn't even make away with anything. But let's say he robs it for 500 bucks, probably does like 20 years. This chick will do like maybe 10. Or nothing. Or nothing, sure. The fine. Well, look at just Lane. They want to pay forty million dollars so that she can get off pedophile charges. That's no, no she can get on bail. bail just so she can go Police home for prison. Christmas, Maddie. That's it. Wow, have a heart. <laughs> well, Trump wished her well. Happy holidays. Uh, and then uh, for the last half hour, they just talked about a special. Anyhow. That was sorry. Just one second. That was really his downfall. I wish like, her well. I mean, he obviously did a lot of crappy shit, but that's when you just knew for sure. There was no doubt at all. There was all. no draining the swamp. There, there was, was no nothing. pedophile there was no, ring he there was, was bringing no down. no behind the scenes, nothing. It was no. just business as usual. What if he you know? said, she deserves to die, and I hope she burns in hell. You no, know, even better Samuel if he just posted a meme of Samuel Jackson at Ghislaine. That would have been, yeah, then I would have been like, okay, maybe this guy means business. But, but no. he wished her well. He wished her well. Anyways, yeah. go on, come on. Oh, then they just talked about special, and I thought he was very gracious in communicating the time sacrifice, all the people involved. I have a tough time <laughs> believing that the guy who edited it knew nothing about editing. Well, and then edited. He's it. the guy in the in the, in. If you watch uh, Flagrant Two, Adobe who, premieres. He says he's a genius and just figured it out. Which one is he in? In Flagrant Two, he's he's white and has long hair. Oh, I know him. Yep. Um. Insane. He must be a fucking genius. And there was a guy that went to him who helped pay for it. I was like, you gotta take my names off the credits. Because yeah. he knew all the guys he's making fun of. Yeah. So he's I think the best success story we've seen for a comedian on Rogan. I mean, I just don't In think you're going lifetime. you're not going back far enough. Oh no. I mean Duncan, Bert, like all That's those what I'm guys saying are, is everyone grew up on. I mean, Bert's a pretty big success story on Rogan, actually, actually bigger than Charles. Tom was nobody oh, when he Tom did his first. Oh, Tom is a like, huge success. Let's story be serious here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Charles was nobody two years ago. But again, I don't think he was nobody. I knew exactly who Andrew Schultz was oh, two years ago. No, he he had been already going for. I think he's the third most, Kamar, because Bert and Tom to me seem pretty uh, pretty uh, big. Yeah. I feel like Joey he, Diaz. he might be on a trajectory. I mean, you could argue Tony that... Tony Hinchcliffe? No, he's not that big. You'll be able to tell. Oh, Andrew Santino, there's another one. No, he's way bigger than Andrew Santino. Theo. Theo, Theo. went from obscurity to fucking pretty big stuff yeah, pretty quickly. That's true. A I, lot I, of those guys. I huh? think he's bigger than all those names you mentioned, except sure. for Bert and maybe Tom. In any event. In any that's event. That's what I'm saying. In any event. All right, well, let's rate it's, it then. Are we it's done? Christmas. We met him when we started this yeah. on this program, and yeah. it's been amazing to see his progress. Remember that guy was giving me shit on my personal Instagram account? <laughs> no. And you well, we did? No, we, were oh. doing, we did the first Shulls episode. We rated it, and some guy went on my personal Instagram and was like, your fucking opinion about Shulls is trash. You don't know shit. And I was like, dude, bring that over to the other one. I don't care about this. It's a photo of a landscape. All right, rate it, Simon. Uh, I give it a 
three and a half. Kamar? I didn't love his special, but I love Andrew. I give it a three and a half, too. Just there's so much fight talk. Somewhat relevant. Yeah, I give it uh I give it a three. Almost an agreement. There you go. He's bordering on a three. He's oh, bordering on a three and a half. He's going on. Yeah, I wish him well. Yeah. And I wish him well as well. He'll be injured to see post COVID. If he comes out with a real special. Uh, more you can tell if he's doing theaters mm-hmm. or clubs. Yeah. Or stadiums for that matter. Or stadiums for that matter. All right. Well, let's move on to. Uh, we knew he was coming on as well because. Let's move on to the cherry on the week. Or you knew he was coming on. I actually guessed it last week. True, true. 1581. Jay Prince. Did not see this coming. Nope. Do you find he sounded like uh, Ian Edwards a bit? Mm, I didn't notice. He had a he had a, just a, a long drawl. I didn't really notice either, to be honest. I will from now pronounce it Luzana. Louisiana? No, Luzana. Luzana. From now on. Because there's, there's no reason to do that much work. <laughs> and pronouncing all the letters. I it sounds the, like I'm saying it. I saw the best meme the other day. It's this African guy talking. He's like, this is Kansas. And it's a map of the states. And he's like, this is our Kansas. And then <laughs> and he's like, I do not understand. Arkansas? Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Did you know who um, Jay Prince was before this podcast? No, sir. You never heard of him? I couldn't believe that Drake only came up at the very end. Hey, well, it was incredible. This Thank is what God. I'm trying to say is um, I first heard of him because of the Drake pusher T beef. Because he told Drake not to respond. After a couple barbs. Do you remember yes. this? No. It's sort of silly. Like It's, it's almost like soap opera, but... Apparently, um, Jay Prince made the call that uh, Drake could put out something about Pusha T that would really hurt his feelings and said, stand down. This is after Pusha T released in a song that Drake had an illegitimate child named Adonis that he had never mentioned before. And then Drake, after, had to publicly be like, yeah, I got this kid. It was pretty good, though. The barbs were pretty good for beef. I mean, you never know how much these cut deep. And there was a... Something about Kanye helping him get Some, stuff on Drake. They both, they both sold drama. a lot of records that summer, and that's all that really matters. But I wouldn't be mad if Joe had been aware of that and asked about it. Well, Jamie, Jamie knew said, all about that, but well, I wanted... Of course, I wanted what, it's not just the, I got what I wanted. I wanted less Drake. I was a, I was concerned it was somehow going to be all about... and boxing. less about While well, boxing took... Boxing... Made this a four instead of a five for me. This was actually... It's crazy that the... Um, well, all those three-letter agencies were after him. Yeah. It's a crazy story. Well, it's interesting, though, because he says how he talk, comes from the streets and went legitimate. So he he's innocent because he got away with stuff, but I don't think he... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's such a... see. He's definitely been. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's not the right way to look at it. Profiled and harassed for ten years. Like to say you were from the streets. Like, dude, we did shit. Uh, I did dumb shit as a kid too. It doesn't mean that I should be profiled for the next fifteen years of my life. Like, no. even if you sold some drugs when you were a teenager, does it mean that for the next fifteen years of your life maybe, you go legitimate? Maybe like, he killed people. Like, maybe he went legit. He said like twenty three or something. He's, he's doing stuff. Did you guys watch it at all? Yeah. Have you ever seen Angel Heart? No. Oh, I've never me. seen Angel Heart with Robert De Niro and Mickey Work. No. 
What Bob, is it? A boxing movie? No, Robert De Niro plays the devil and has huge fingernails. And Jay Prince had massive fingernails. Oh, you think he's the devil? <laughs> no, he he was the uh, the most OG pimp. Okay, Joe's ever had on the show, I think. Oh yeah, maybe Rick Rose. I don't know, but he was Rick Rose. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. The real. The real. Rick the real Rick Ross. Ross. Highway Rick Ross. But this guy was OG. Yeah. He did talk about boxing, though, and it was interesting when they talked about Larry Holmes fighting Muhammad Ali in that Larry Holmes was the training partner for Muhammad Ali all those years. And that beat up on him. And, I mean, if you were that guy, of course that's what you'd do. It's a no-brainer. I got to say this. At least this boxing talk was like insider stories and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, this guy fought this guy, and this guy wasn't like yeah. regurgitated. It was like, this guy was like, yeah, I met Floyd when he was a nobody, like trying to get my ear in a gym, watching Mike Tyson spar. Like, that, those kind of boxing stories, I actually don't so much mind, because it's stuff you probably haven't heard. Joe didn't know, you know, that sort of stuff. But I mean, I would still rather hear him talk about the rap game than... I couldn't agree with you more. My point is I don't mind these boxing. Like, if you have a good Mike Tyson... I was at Mike Tyson's house mm -hmm. while he fed his mm -hmm. tiger story. That's... right. And to know that like uh, Floyd's dad and uncle didn't like him and thought he was in there trying to like steal all the money and blah, yeah. blah, blah. That was cool, you know? Well, and it shows the mentality of the Mayweather family kind of, they're all a little bit fucking, just a little bit loopy. It makes sense that he would talk about boxing. It'd be weird if he didn't, despite him being the CEO of Rapalot Records as well. You know what I mean? His I involvement. Agree, I mean, yeah, his involvement and Joe's background in boxing. He could have talked about vineyards. Like, who is on Rap a Lot Records? Anybody I would know? Pull it up, Kamar. This is before my time, to be completely honest. Like, is he still? He still has a record label. They still his do that. Son his son Drake. discovered Drake. Yeah. I know, but for his record label or for his? No, he's own on record. Young Money, Cash Money, or whatever. Now he's on Universal. Who Drake? Yeah. Well, he's on OVO. Well, that's his label, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he has his own record label yeah. now? Oh, yeah, for Bun sure. Bun B. Huge. Never heard of him. He's really He's big. Huge. But in the South. Yeah. Okay. No, Bun B is big everywhere. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, YBN <laughs> Namir. <coughs> no idea. He's almost a SoundCloud rapper. He's all right. Uh, Young Lyric and uh, Honeycomb Brazy. That's who's on there now. But okay. what are the past? That's I think that was, that was his question. No, that was more. current artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want current. Go to the go to the past. Ghetto Boys, of course. Yeah. Scarface. There we go. Okay. Well, kind Big of Mellow, Raheem. No, I, Bushwick Bill solo. This is in ninety four though, like way before your time. Big Just Mello. everybody from the group solo. <laughs> he, he I get it. Isn't the interest of who they put on? It's the fact that it's like a real Jay-Z, this guy. Yeah. Like turn the streets into a business. Like a real Jay-Z. No, no. He said, he was like, these guys all got their, like their plan from me. Jay-Z, all of them. This he, time. He's so OG. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And you would expect him to talk about boxing because of his background. And Joe over talked about boxing to him. At one point, I was like, wow, man, you really into this. <laughs> Even though he like he had all the stories and stuff, he's like, Joe was just flexing his knowledge, I felt. And when he talked about Terrence Crawford, Terrence Crawford, he's a trained assassin. A trained assassin is Terrence Crawford. I could just imagine Terrence Crawford listening. 
think I am so badass. That wasn't one of his boxers, though. It, it wasn't one of his, but no. just if Joe gets excited and passionate about a person, he can make anyone sound like the yeah. greatest thing ever. Yeah. Whoa. That's true. And oh, then they uh, brought up a, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, boxer. They were talking about Aika Ayabushi. Do you remember him saying that name a couple times? No. no. He brought it up. It was Aika Ayabushi. And I looked this guy up, and he looked like a mean Mike Tyson. A mean Mike Tyson. And they say he would have been somebody but got in trouble. He was at a Las Vegas hotel, got an escort, and then things went wrong, and he kidnapped her. I was just going to say, are you going to yada yada all the fucking important stuff? Well, no, he got an escort. Yeah, that was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but they said he got himself into some trouble. Yeah. But if you see this guy, he's fucking vicious. Which was very interesting. The, the guys you don't make it through, guys you party opposite of like a Khabib or whatever. Um, he also struggles with pronouncing the word ultimately. I didn't Did you notice that? that? No. He never landed one. <laughs> he didn't land one. I didn't notice. When you listen on fast, you don't pick up on that stuff, I would imagine. What speed are you listening on? 1.8. Okay. That's they my, got a 3.5 now. Spot. It's fucking insane. It's almost unlistenable. Any um, size shoulders bothering you? Oh, no. Okay, we'll wrap this up. No, um, he uh, was asked by Joe, like, how'd you get like this? Or what's the key to success? He was saying reading. And I was really concerned because I don't read until he was like, yeah, I read. I listen to it on a tape. Well, yeah. And they both concurred on that. Same thing, man. Yeah, you get the same info. No, but I think reading with your eyes... Off yeah. of pages. I'm sure it is, helps your brain a yeah. little bit, but what are you reading for? Are you reading for the um, the mind workout, or are you reading to like absorb new information? I'm, I'm I. You're reading to absorb new information, so it doesn't matter how it's getting in there. Is it receiving new information if you read like a fiction? Yeah, I think any. I think that you get good ideas from fiction as well as nonfiction. Keep in mind, fiction writers still include like a lot of historical it's, facts. It's the real world or whatever. Yeah. And like a Michael Crichton, it's all based on science. It's just he extrapolates a little bit. But I think the actual act of your eyes, the letters, all that is like a, a good workout for your brain. I'm sure it is. I still think if you're going to listen to books as opposed to doing nothing, then you're better off. Listening. I find myself struggling to get through books. Like I don't, um, I can do it, but it takes a way longer time. So I can listen to like 10 books in the time it takes me to read one, you know, I'll put it to you this way too, Kamar. There's times where you get an audiobook and it says 46 hours. And I just think to myself, how the fuck long would it take me to actually read this? It does go fast. Why are you, you listening to, to a forty-six hour audiobook? Uh, I don't know. Some of no, them are not long. I think you can read fast. You can listen. Mm. You can get through the words faster than someone pronounces it for sure. If you're in a good mode of reading, no, because sometimes I got to go back to like reread it to really get the fucking. Whereas if someone's reading it to me, I find I actually get it better. I think that depend on the content. But if think, you're a fast reader, I think you can read faster than you can. Uh, read aloud. I think the problem really is that you can listen to that book and do other things. Yeah, and no, you can it, only it makes sense. Read. I'm happy. You can't drive and read. You can't he, bike and read. He you shouldn't, anyways. He was on here trying to sell a book, and Walk it was all right. Oh, you read as, it? As, no, no. As we no, it was all right that he was hawking a book. 
sometimes you said like, oh, this guy's just out here to sell this product, but it didn't matter because the pedigree he brought with him. But his first book he read that changed his life was Thinking Grow Rich. You heard that? Nope. Do you know when it came out? 1962. 1937. Wow. Is that crazy? And it's all about uh, Dale Carnegie. And I bought it on Audible. Give a listen. After the Trump book I bought you, of course. <laughs> Can you lend me your Hotep Jesus book? Uh, yeah, I guess I, I just got to, uh, do you have a job box? No. Is that, no. Airdrop. Airdrop. I can airdrop it to you. I don't so think you can. No. Hotep's genius. Like Hotep's genius. It's interesting because this book you read, there was, it's right after the um, depression. Mm-hmm. When it, like it, it's based on what they've seen, like. They were prognosticating as to what the future was going to be. No, it was looking back and despite all these things, who, men who were successful and what they did to be successful. Like it's all positive thinking and like you've got to uh, say you're going to make $100,000 by next year and then start working towards it. Gotcha. And n- never to quit. And it's all about Thomas Edison. It's, it's quite interesting and super interesting that it spoke to him. That reminds me, we didn't come close to any of our goals. Which goals? We had Simon and I wrote goals at the beginning of the year on the whiteboard. I have them on my phone. Oh, but but right. you took the goals off, so. No, no, no. I have them on my phone. Well, 10 million downloads mentioned crazy. on a major we podcast. S- we said to like reach for the stars. Yeah, we did. Well, but we got 5 million downloads. Not bo- this year. The but. bottom line is to never give up. Okay. And that's what he got. And his success is just unbelievable. Like, I, I feel stupid telling his stories or anything like that. What's he worth? Glad you asked. Take a guess. Wow. I think he's worth uh, 50. 28. 45 million. Don't point at me when he's right. I wasn't right. I was well, closer. Close, yeah. But no, I mean, this was just so heavy. And I was so worried when they were talking about boxing. Like that I said, it was I, just going to be all boxing. I wanted to hear them talk about. Uh, drape and pressure tea, whatever. Did you get enough of like, I would have liked more kind of like coming up story because I didn't know anything well, about this guy. I, I think he doesn't want to incriminate himself. And he doesn't want to. This wanna, is the streets and yeah. this is why they're trying to get you. Right. Not that that makes that right. Right. No, but how crazy is that? Like that whole. Well, the uh, Janet Reno had to get involved is even fucking nuts, crazy. man. It's legitimate like mm. harassment. By the way, that brings up a good point I wanted to make is that Joe does this so often where he panders to a guest. Joe spent the whole summer defending cops, being like, it's just a few bad apples. It's just a few bad apples. If you really think about it, this guy then is like, this guy in this episode is like, it feels like it's not just a few bad apples. It feels like the good cops are few and far between. And Joe's like, yeah, it definitely feels like the good the good cops are tough to find. And I was like, fuck you, dude. You, spent, you spent the last six months saying the opposite. They talked about the, the code of silence. And if you have that... A hundred cops and a seven bad cops, but no one says anything. You have a hundred bad cops. That's what I've always said. Yes, I agree with that statement whole fucking heartedly. You're not a good cop if you watch a bad cop do bad shit. But I don't think. I mean, I think uh, Jay Prince was acknowledging systemic racism, whatever. But was say all cops are bad. I'm not saying all cops are bad. But he was in some scary fucking times before. Like you think about having cell phones or stuff when you're. 
Come on, he brought up the best point, though. Like, how is it that this cop has killed six people when most cops never even pull their gun out, the let alone agent. discharge it? That's my point. And, and his, that's what he's saying is like, statistically, st statistically <laughs> speaking, this is impossible. So this guy's obviously an assassin and he's obviously, it's obviously been covered up at every level. Did because you see the police in Calgary trying to get that? That was fucking hilarious. Off the ice. Does he skate away? At one point, he skates backwards. No, they get him on. The they get him on the ground. Yeah, eventually, oh. it's it's the stupidest thing ever. Is that all because they're not supposed to be playing shinny? No, it's actually even worse. So the I read into it. The health, the health department in Alberta says you can be on an outdoor rink. It's up to the outdoor rink to determine how many people can be there safely and post said number. Hmm. And that's where the whole beef was. The guy was like, the guy's saying in the video, where does it say in the health? code that I can't be here. Where does it say that? And she's, she's like, we're representing the hell, uh, the whatever the fucking, we're just doing our due diligence. It but was, again, it was crazy. You're about to tase a citizen for skating on a rink because it's, that's fucking, we're, we're well, at a level should now. Just never use violence. If there's no violence in the situation, Dude, when right? she starts like, kneeing him and they you, can't get him down. What first was of all, the worst that he was doing to the break the law. Well, resisting oh, is what I, they claim. Oh, yeah. Here's my thing, though, is... He wasn't. It was, I mean, he kind of was. He was standing there. They just couldn't take him down because they were on shoes and he was on skates. I mean, either way, it's, it's hilarious that two it's trained not... cops can't take a guy down who's on fucking skates. Is it disturbing or funny? It was... I found it disturbing. No, I found it disturbing, Because I clicked on it, saw what it was, and just didn't watch it. it my problem was I was watching it on TMZ, so I didn't know what... To, you know, like, that's where the story came up, and then you're like, well, now I have to check this, you know? Well, no, it's been circulating around. Someone posted it on our Reddit, which is where I first saw it. Um, again, it's just one of those things where it's like, this whole respect my authority thing is just ridiculous. Like... That's what it really stems from. It's like, I told you to get off the ice. Well, just tell me where it says I can't be on the ice. No, I told you you can't be on it, the ice. It's a very, it's not a very good situation for sure. Well, and again, the cops defended him vehemently through their social media and everything. He was resisting arrest. And this is what happens when you resist arrest. You will go to jail. You could be tased. I mean. <laughs> Are you guys saying this is uh, some bounds we're stepping over that may be crossed forever? No, I'm saying, well, listen, no. if that kid was black, there's a good chance he would have been fucking, it would have been way worse. Yeah. It's also in Calgary, so let's... We all got our problems. Their accents were funny, though. Oh, my God, so I was, I was like, here, other so Canadians talk. Watching Canadian. those situations, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's annoying, because you want the guy to just do make the situation go away. And, but obviously the police are being unreasonable, but you know, it's not going to end well. Like you just see it all playing out in front of you. It's, there's no good. The disappointing thing, Simon is it's fine that it plays out that way. It's not fine that it plays out that way. What's disappointing is that then the, the elected officials and the police department, no fault at all. Yeah. They don't they always have to stand up. For and that's own. the problem is they yeah. don't sit there and say, listen, this was handled poorly on all sides. Yeah. There was resisting arrest. Cause yeah. that's clearly in the video that's to some degree, but does it, does it, does it then mean that the cops can knee this guy in the chest to no, try to get him to the ground to put handcuffs on? Like, no, because it has to warrant the situation. He wasn't resisting arrest in the way that it was making them feel unsafe because you could clearly, I mean, besides the fact that he's on skates and he could skate away. Or but again, them. that doesn't make you feel unsafe. That, no, that I, just means he can Matt, escape. I understand. In this one, you can clearly see they just didn't like that he was not getting on his stomach. Like, he's a brat. You're not that abiding he was being by a yeah. brat. And we say we're not supposed to do that. 
not be a brat. Oh, I again, I said, I think the guy Locked should have just thought I said. Hold on, I wait, do. wait, wait. This is what I'm saying though: is being a brat. He, what he's saying, he's not being a brat. What he's saying is, I have the right to be here. I'm not breaking a law, so you can't arrest me. Right. So what he should have just done is walked off the ice, sat down, and. At that point, it would have been crazy for them to touch him. You know what I mean? He's clearly not. And just talk to the police at that point. But again, it was like all on camera. They wanted to make it a deal. My problem, though, is that I don't, I can't guarantee that when he leaves the ice, that that talking to the cops, I've, dude, I worked at a bar for a long time. I can't tell you how many times at 2.30 in the morning, cops would walk up and go leave. And you're going, well, I'm on, a, I'm on the sidewalk. This is public property. Go home or you're going to get arrested. And that always baffled me. Like, what do you, what could you possibly arrest me for? Drunk in public? Like, nothing I, good happens after midnight. That's all they're thinking. But my point is, is it's that's not, right. not, that's not why we have cops. We don't have cops to tell people to get off this, a public street or to do something that's legal. And, and then when you don't respect their authority, like, that's my problem is the whole. They're, both sides were not perfect in that situation. Fully agree. But in you have in to, this case, I think the cops were way worse. That doesn't mean in another situation, hold the on right now. thing isn't to de-escalate. Hold on. I agree. But the problem, Simon, the problem that we encounter, though, is that at the end of the day, this guy did get arrested. It's on his record. He has to pay for a lawyer. That's all crap. The, the other side has nothing. There it's is no... Re- that is all crap. That's I to- all I'm saying. I totally agree. I just think we, in the end, there probably could have been a better solution if he didn't want to prove a point let's also keep in mind in this day and age there's going to be a gofundme the guy's probably already made a hundred grand like or in this day and age this would never happen without covid he'd just be skating there's no way a cop would be involved totally he would it's a weird situation either here nor there he told the story about how he went to fucking biggie smalls and said watch how you roll it's not a good time right now crazy it's so crazy how OG that's not that is. crazy though because i have a feeling i'm no i'm no i'm no genius but i have a feeling a lot of people were telling biggie and puffy what well, all those people are interested i'd like to have them on the yeah, podcast yeah. well don't you think that um it was probably like the cia who killed no it was rampart cops for sure super crooked rampart lapd cops okay killed but, both of them don't you hate that uh the flight attendant that the cia is a hero it's terrible. It's the whole show is all fucked up. And then they give her a job at the end. Like, get the fuck out of here. That, was, that, was that show a spoiler sucks. alert. If the Italian guy dies, this is fucking. <laughs> he was such a sweet guy, eh? So nice. And his Nona. Nice. And Nona. Who's going to break the news to her? <laughs> well, then nobody has to. He lived, man. It's all good. Would you guys? He lived and Max lived. Oh, these are all spoiler alerts. Don't even bother watching this anymore. <laughs> it's over. I like uh, to see Floyd Mayweather. On Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. I that think so. That would be cool, yeah. Did he say that he wanted Trump on? Did I hear that correctly? You said that was Shells, yeah? Yeah, but he, and then he said and on he'd ecstasy. have uh, ecstasy, yeah. So. <coughs> Still. Do you think Joe will have Trump on now that he's I not said, president I anymore? said that months ago. I said that months ago, I and re- I still stand by it. I hope he doesn't because... It would be a bad optic if for Joe, right? Trump runs again, then it's like bringing Joe back into the political world. It would only make sense if he was done with politics forever and you were talking to him now. As, well, like there's talks about that. the Apprentice coming back. That doesn't also mean he's not still running. I get for it, but what I'm saying is, if the Apprentice comes back, there's reason almost uh-huh. for him to go on Joe uh, Rogan. To yeah. Of course, we want to see him on Joe Rogan, but it probably won't go well. Oh, it'd be a one it's, star. It's too sure. chaotic. You know what I mean? Well, no. 
how Joe interacts with him makes a whole bunch of people think Joe's a certain way. After watching the Kanye episode, there's no way it would be like a hard hitting journalistic. Like oh, Joe's never no. going to ask a question well, that it'll fucking be harder matters. Hitting than any journalism that's out there right now. Oh, um. Anyways, one of the good things <laughs> about this uh, podcast was that Jay Prince brought a bunch of stuff from his winery, and he definitely got into the stories as. He was enjoying himself, the conversation, and drinking red wines. It, it, it really got good. Joe, right? Fear during the boxing. Joe asked him where the grapes came from, though, and he didn't know. That wasn't good. <laughs> I feel, Again, he owns the vineyard. I don't think he's like that hands-on. I have a feeling he has a few like professionals mm, working. Just like there. he doesn't know as much about boxing as Joe does. I think he. But knows he's in it. No, I think boxing. he. I, I think he's great, and I appreciate. Had it just been, I knew him as a music producer. And he came on and just talked about boxing and had no relation to it, but it's his passion. Definitely yeah. his passion. It's totally warranted. And then when he got into the stories about rap and coming up and Suge Knight and Shug. Shug. Suge. When they Huge. were talking about them getting into business, I was like, that's yeah, that, I that's was the like, last person in the world no you wonder ever want to get all in business with. Well, that CIA too. and FBI and everybody are after you. You're involved with dudes who are into racketeering. Like. See, and that was the thing. Once he was when he was talking about being followed around, then he talked about like, oh, I was going to get in business with Suge Knight, and I was like, okay, well, officially the tails are back on at that yeah. point. Like, I don't know yeah. what you expect. Yeah. Like, yeah. Suge yeah. Knight was up to absolutely no good ever. Hanging vanilla ice over the balcony to get, like, like I think that that's is... one story. So no, no, just but imagine. That, that is, like... But yeah, it's like, like the quintessential, like, That's Suge the Knight. reason. You're also forgetting like that he's hurt. in jail now because he ran a guy over on a movie set. Yeah. But when, when you're I'm saying... I'm not forgetting There's that. no reason <laughs> whatsoever is, well, there that is a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting, and I don't think Joe wanted to go there or... Like you said, incriminate himself. No, no. I will say this though: it was there's some scary shit when he was like, the cop pulled me over. Now, obviously, the cop knows you have a gun. You know, if he's tailing you, they know you have a gun. When he was like, they they took some of the bullets. That right away, I would. Oh yeah, that was fucked up, man. What do you want a bullet for, dude? Entrapment. Obviously. <laughs> Plant that shit that, at that any number of crimes, dude. That question. was one of those ones where I was like, that's the scariest shit in the world, right there. And that's such a flex play by the cia 100 oh my god like yeah we don't want your gun but check the clip even then it's it's two-sided because it's like if he does notice great and if he doesn't notice even better even better because yeah. if he doesn't notice we're dealing with a fucking moron like i gotta admit this is why i'm not a criminal i don't think i would have well, i probably would have noticed bullets missing actually no that's that's retarded i totally would have i would have noticed bullets missing i don't know it depends how many bullets you shoot off you're shooting bullets into if the you're air. You're the type of guy that doesn't you know, know how many I mean? bullets you have. You should have a gun. Yeah, I was, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> I got some bullets here. I got some yeah. bullets there. No, but that to me was the scariest part. Well, no, the whole thing was entrapment. Everything he, the the, the Molly, the back. Of the, but yeah. I mean, that has to be like whether you think this guy was up to no good or not. If you're a citizen of the United States, you have to hear that and immediately go, "What the fuck?" No, he was persecuted for sure. <laughs> but I just. There's some things he did that he got away with or whatever. I'd like to know what those are, and he's not going to incriminate himself. So uh, that's the only thing. But you could see he was a cool dude, and even if yeah, you're yeah, he was on, a super cool dude on uh, Super Speed, he still sounded like in the yep. drawl. You no, know no, what I mean? Yeah, he was, he talked uh, through the sp sped up to yeah. be G upon G. But man. you're right; he probably was the most like serious. I think um, so. I don't even know. Founder. Something. Well, what are we talking about? Like, 
roots of hip hop. Dangerous rap. guy who's ever been on Rogan, I would imagine. Oh, I don't know about that. No, didn't we have a guy that killed his girlfriend? We had, they had he had I that cop Michael like Dodd on who like was yeah. a fucking crooked cop. That guy, crooked cops have are the worst. I just out of imagine everyone. there is so much that we didn't hear. Of course. But like, again, I would also imagine there's been a lot of guests on who there's a lot. Yeah, War Machine no, was sure. on. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about like. I'm just saying, though, as far as dangerous people, like realistic. How about people in the life? Does that make more sense? Like. Sure. Like I get the cop, but that's so insulated to. But yeah, he would have been a way worse dude, I imagine. Mm -hmm. but this I bet he killed people. This guy's like mm -hmm. a Barry yeah. Gordy, though. You know what I mean? Like, like a he Barry is Gordy. Houston rap. A Houston yeah. rap is huge. Like yeah. you were saying, we're the meat, the east and west coast are the bread, like, and the pioneership of the ghetto boys. Like he just wasn't those. He was. I don't agree with that statement one fucking iota, though. Oh, really? Yeah, that that New York is the bread. The oh, east no, and west no, are the bread, and they're the analogy. fucking meat. Get the fuck out of here. But I'll admit, I only knew. Uh, West Coast, East Coast rap till I was like 14 or something. Like I wasn't a connoisseur and then Outkast came out and then all of a sudden there was this explosion but for the longest time Yeah, of course. It was New York or LA not knowing these scenes were bubbling. But I mean even then since then there's a million fucking rap scenes that are But I don't like this guy's cooler than Kanye. You know what I mean? Kanye is a fucking... That's the lowest bar in the How world. How would be like... Uh, no, no. This just, guy's cooler than Kanye. Kanye Everybody's yeah. cooler I than Kanye. I think Kanye's pretty cool. Yeah, we know. If he like had Quincy Jones on. That would be cool. No, but do you, that's where this, this guy's stature is. Is like fundamental well, Quincy for Quincy is insane. Well, Quincy's bigger, but for um, hip-hop, rap, which is the biggest music in the world right now. I just, I, this was super cool, this podcast. I was so worried of the boxing. This is good. I hope that this opens up more doors because I like, I like, it feels like since we started doing this, there's been way more hip hop artists on or people in hip hop. Like if you think we started, we've been doing this two years prior to that, there weren't like how many, there's maybe like Immortal uh, Technique, technique uh, Tech say. Nine. Well, same with UFO guys. Sure. But okay. So great. We're both Everybody's fishing our fishing wish. There <laughs> we go. I was uh, uh, fatigued. By Shells. Like. Are we still talking about Shells? No, no. Rawlings, uh, Honey Honey, Shells. At that point, I was like, well, this wasn't much of a week. Mm -hmm. You and know then, what I mean? Yeah. I was like, uh, I think I had to binge listen to two of them. I was like. I did it in different order. They All, all four of them were already out. Oh, really? Oh, no, sorry. I did Rawlings, and then the other three came out, and I did uh Jay Prince, oh, then Shells, oh. and then Honey Honey I did today, like on like fucking 17 times. Oh no, man! You have to listen to them all, and then the J Prince is just a whoa. This oh, it's is way better. This is as good as I this podcast. Yeah, That's how I did it too. Come here, mm -hmm. but not. So, I listened to them as they came out. It was that thing where you compare episodes to other episodes. Well, I do that anyway. I That's what this lie. fucking show is. Yeah, well, it was a good episode. I would have liked more, but I get why I couldn't get it. I guess. I think he will have a movie. If yeah, he, if he cool. so desires, that would be amazing. On so many levels of the music industry. And, and uh, what is his book all about? Does it get into all of this stuff? Yeah, that's a good th that's a good point. Don't know. It's the rules of respect, I believe the book is. Is that what it's called? Kamar will tell us in a month. Well, it's no. not uh, how to get rich. Well, no, it's in the same vein, though, as, like I said, how to think rich. 
Oh, that's what I mean. Is it a a self-help book or is it a tell his life story book? It's how I did it so you can do it. Oh, yeah, I know. I want to hear stories. I'm never going to hear stories. uh, He may may use stories lessons because he was super religious. Yeah. (laughs) He was too cool for Joe to fuck you. But no, Joe's come around on religion for sure from when he started. Yeah. Oh, no. He used to make fun of religion all the time. Again, as long as you're not hurting anybody, what... Does it even matter? Well, it's like when someone else talks about religion, I'm like, yeah, whatever. When Jay Prince talks about religion, I'm like, yeah. No, I still was like, yeah, whatever. The parables. No, he lost me hard when he was like, well, we also can't forget about God and the hand of God. I was like, later. I find it so interesting, though, when people are saying this is integral to my success. And they well, mean it they, because they've it's worked for them this far, so they can't go and jinx it now. And I'm so it just it's such a for me it's such a sweet cop out where it's like I prayed every night, Joe, and finally I found this book, and it's like okay, but you prayed every night before that, and you didn't get the book, so then one night finally was answered, and that, and you believe I don't know, it just doesn't it doesn't equate to me. Maybe there's to a pray lot enough. of people to answer, you know, can't. Easy, Bruce Almighty. Every night, fuck the out of here. Against me, God has my back. Yeah, that's what's the analogy here. with the sand and the footprints? <laughs> Did you see the meme of Jesus? The fervorment. Was it Jesus is fucking Jesus in the ass? No. And it says Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> and it's a tattoo. Pete Davidson got the world's best tattoo that I've ever seen, and now I heard he's going to remove all of them, which is ridiculous. Interesting. He's got money. He got the uh, the painting from Goodfellas. Yes, it's so good. Just under his the nipple. dogs and yeah. the old man and the in old the boat, man. dude. I I thought to myself, why did that? Ne- it's like a good joke when you hear a great joke. It's a great like, joke. You know somebody's in on a great joke. No, but even then, I was like, or why songs, did I know? Why did I not think about it? It was so simple, and it's, it's something that's in my lexicon. Like, dude, I've had that as my Facebook fucking. Of course, it's meant to be. Like, of oh, course. You mean you wanted to get that tattoo? The second I saw it, I was like, that should have been my first tattoo. Like a hundred percent. One dog's going this way and the other's going that way. And this guy's sitting there like, yeah. what do you want from me? This is, <laughs> what do you want from me? This was a, a great podcast. Oh, I rated a four. I haven't watched that movie in forever. I should watch that. That movie is in fucking incredible. I rated a four. And I haven't watched Casino in forever. I could just fast forward through the Sharon Stone scenes. <laughs> um, I give it a four two, I guess. Yeah. A 4.2 or four as no, well? No, a four as well. Okay. It's a four and a half. But if Shulls hadn't been on, and had not talked about any fighting at all, or they'd have been You might have given this a five. His boxing would have been so much more interesting than just the day before, listening to half the same arguments again. And you know how I love when they talk about fighting. All right. All right. So that's a week. That's another week, bro. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, holidays. Hanukkah, Happy holidays, everybody guys, out Christmas. there. Whatever March the fuck yours. it is you celebrate, uh, enjoy it. Everyone's Stay getting safe. vaccine for Christmas. I hope. Nobody's getting the vaccine until way later. Did you see Trudeau put out a video of him saying, don't worry, don't Santa worry Claus about is coming. He's got a, we've talked to the CDC, the uh, CSIS. Uh, he's going to social distance and wear a mask. He's doing it in blackface. I want to show it to you after, but it's okay. why why do you do that? But Merry Christmas, all the best. No, Merry Christmas. Um we have uh an Instagram and a Twitter. They are both uh at J R E E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Simon, do you want to talk about your business? No. Never? Uh 
Wait till he's like, if you don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's fine. I don't want to force you to do anything. He's got to pay. I just figured maybe you were excited about it. I don't know how that all works. So let me. uh, Okay. No, he can never advertise on this. Yeah. That's out of the question. Definitely not. No, I already know because I contacted it. It, You can't. I know. Um, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, That being said, uh, I guess Simon has nothing. So don't bother with him. I also have nothing. Uh, We do, though, have a YouTube. Uh, our quest to 1,000 subscribers continues. We just need 397 more of you. Help a brother out. So just jump on. Go to youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Hit subscribe. And that's all you need to do. You don't need to watch shit. You don't need to like anything. Just subscribe and walk away. Simple as that. Uh, and then, of course, there's the Patreon. Patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do it there. Let me address something real quick here. Go ahead, Corn. What do you want to say? I think the Patreon is the easiest way to support the podcast. Well, I think listening is actually the easiest way to support the podcast. I'm just trying to Jedi mind trick them. Okay. Edit this part out. Okay. Um, How do I say this? (laughs) Well, no, I'm trying to find a... When I say we're not doing any more throwbacks, uh, I mean that in the sense that, like, we're not... We're not... Um, there might be the occasional one here or there if we feel inclined or if we have the time. We're not doing anything on a schedule anymore as far as that's concerned with the Patreon. So uh, the Patreon is really just going to become a donation platform if you want to help us out. And if you don't, we get it. And the post show. You yes, get and the, the post show. And it's not nothing. And it's, it's something. It, if you want to do... You know, I, I don't still, care either way. <laughs> I'm still inches away from moving that back to free anyway, but we'll get to that on another day. So. And, and the post show and... The 40 episodes of Throwbacks. Yeah, those will always be there. That will always be there. But I just want to let people know, like people are on the... It's not nothing. Listen, people are on the Reddit saying, do more, do... Simon doesn't have the time. I don't. I'm sorry. That's it. So just... You don't have to apologize. Yeah, you don't. You guys do a great job. It's amazing. You don't have to justify yourself. We just don't have the time. This thing doesn't bring in enough money to justify it, which is fine. We still like doing this. It is what it is. We're going to continue doing this. Send me more questions. I'll do that. But we just don't want to be unfair to anybody. That's That's how simple it is. We're too honest. We're too honest, boys. And I don't want to be on a schedule where we're not having fun. We want to have fun doing this. I think that's the biggest thing. And if it's not fun, then it's not worth doing. And if it's not worth doing, then we won't do it. And then there's nothing. So that's really where it's at. But Patreons, we appreciate your support. And there's a brand new one coming out. Oh, I appreciate the shit out of all of you on Patreon, uh, whether you've joined recently or not. And again, like I said, if you joined annually in the hopes of constantly getting new throwbacks and stuff email us hit me up i will refund you yeah it's not a problem uh we're not in like we're not trying to gouge money this isn't some money play uh we don't want anyone to feel like they're not getting what they want so please don't feel embarrassed hit me up say yo this isn't what i'm paying for we will refund you your money uh that being said we do hope you have a very safe and happy holidays we hope you get to uh maybe be around some loved ones we hope you get a nice meal I, th- I think that's it. Um, we will see you once before the new year, I believe, right? Right before the new year. Right before the new year. There you go. So we will have one more show to uh, close out the year. Unless, oh, been. wait. Unless, I mean, Joe might take the week off. I think, I think he might take the week off. But I don't know if we can, can we? I wouldn't Yeah, we it. can. Oh. We have no ads for next week. Well, let's see then what happens. Well, we'll let's play it by not commit to podcast. anything. <laughs> I'd still like to sit down and at least for like a half. Oh no, Simon's Simon. No, I just I haven't even looked at a calendar. You know what I mean? I mean everyone yeah. wants a year-end review. That's what they really want. I like if he had one guest on, so we had to get together. We could do a little year-end. I believe one. he's gonna have a guest for sure. So there'll be something. Whether it's Uncle Joey down for Christmas or 
I could see something like that. Happening. And he posted like another eight dates with Chappelle. Wow. And they also sold out. That Stubbs thing. Like that, they're just. Yeah. I logged on and there just wasn't well, an option. you were heading down to Texas? <laughs> I thought one of two things. <laughs> well, just hear me out. I, Patreon's going to go well. In closing, I thought I'll buy, I'll buy two tickets. And if going is an option, I'll think about going. And if going is not an option, I could use an extra 400 US. That's all I was thinking. Right, you wouldn't have a problem getting rid of them. No problem at all. They're selling. They're selling like fucking hockey. And I wouldn't gouge either. I would just charge it. And what if he he asked you to come with him? I know he wouldn't go. go. No, but that's the best thing you do. We offer someone something you know they aren't going to take. take, That's all you ever want is an invite. Because right now you can't. You can only fly to the states. You cannot drive. There's no option. Anyway. Anyway. That's it. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Keep your eyes open. Stay safe out there, everyone. Thank you.